Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Shalom. Talk Shalom. Recorded live. Shalom, phone on the record. This is Brother Cedric in Israel. And welcome to Thursday Night Fellowship Line. The time now is 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 o'clock p.m. Central. And today's date is December the 3rd, 2015. Um, I'll uh, take a brief roll call. Um, is there anybody who's present on the line? I'm going on the record. Uh, Eric, in concert. Travel Shalom, brother. Shalom. Shalom, this is Brother Andrew from the Tribe of Benjamin. Put on the record. Shalom, Nation. Shalom, 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 following on the record. This is Octravon from the Tribe of Benjamin. Shalom, Nation. Shalom, Octravon. Shalom. Is there anyone else present? Shalom, brother. Brother Priest. Shalom, brother Priest. Anyone else present? One on the record, brother Hakeem Chabajuda. Shalom. Shalom, brother. Is there anyone else present? Okay. Well, if no one else is present, I will now yield over to uh, Chief Magistrate, brother Priest. Shalom, brother. Shalom, brother. How are you? Um, I'm good, brother. I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep it simple. I'm good. Well, that's good to hear, brother. Yes, sir. Um, we've been working very diligently as a nation to do a lot of things and properly educate ourselves. And I want to take this moment to just make sure everybody understands the commitment that it takes to do what it is that we do, particularly those of us that are in leadership positions and be mindful to please be respectful at all times to these individuals that are helping us because it takes a really strong effort. And um, Mr. Cedric is here week after week after week, no matter what. And he's committed and he's never complained. 
And it doesn't matter how many people are on here or how many people are not on here. He is committed and he does a wonderful work. So not just there, but also in the classes that he uh, oversees. But we have Ema Yaruf, who is working with the people on the news. And she just was there for all of us, including me. And she's there for all of us all of the time. She's working in the admissions for us, and she's just there for us all of the time. So we got to be mindful that these things happen. Sister Torah is so vastly important in my particular life that you really got to understand her importance to us as a nation because it's not how much you hear from her or not, but she works very, very diligently to the point where I almost got to argue with her to sit her down and relax. I mean, this is amazing, you know. So don't take this for granted. There are people that have come and gone in this nation, and they get a little bit of information, and they think they know something. But it really is a complete 180 turnaround for us as a people to be in this and to grow in this. Now, there is a situation, a couple of situations for some individuals in the nation that were having court issues and dealing with children. And I had to really focus on one of these individuals um, situation and make it a precedent because it was a very serious matter being with a, with a child. So needless to say, my attention has been on that all the way up until actually yesterday, um, right before the break and up to yesterday they had their court hearing. So I haven't been able to respond to people in the email as quickly as I had been. Um, so please understand. Now, I finally got the email under control. Uh, those old email addresses, I don't have those under control, so I'm not even using them anymore. But this one I finally got under control. It's just taking me a little bit longer because of this case and some other things. But I just want everybody to know, if you sent an email, I will respond. Thank God it's not full, but I will respond. Um, Brother Shedrick, can you see all who's on the line or no? No, sir, I cannot. Okay. 
Is there anybody that can see who's on the line? Nima, are you uh, there? Sh- Nima, y'all, Ruth, uh, we have uh, Ontario, Texas, West Michigan, which is muted, Southwest Georgia, North New Jersey, Texas, and New York. Okay, great. Um, we're moving towards starting to push this radio out because the radio thing, we have a radio TV channel that launched on to um, streaming media that I emailed everyone about. And I want to give everybody an opportunity to learn more about this and how it works. So that you get a chance. Ema, did you get a chance to see the video clips that I sent? Yes, sir. And I'm continuing to look at them. Yes, sir. Okay. So, oh, let me say this, Eric. I have not forgotten about when you asked me about the the phone app. I have not forgotten. I just wanted to remind you that I haven't forgotten, and I'm trying to get to the point where I can upload it again. But please be patient with me. I usually it usually takes me a little bit of time to get to some of these things, but you know, if I write them down, I usually won't forget them. So I haven't forgotten. Um, okay, so uh, we said New Jersey. So who who's in New Jersey? That's on the line. Shalom, I think that's my number. This is Ak Travon from Tribe of Benjamin. You know, my, my number comes up as 201, so that's normally a, um, a New Jersey area code, but um, in you know, the Bronx, New York area. Okay. Um, let me ask you, brother. This is pertaining to what we're going to be doing with the radio. <clears throat> Do you use social media? No, I don't. I I haven't used it at all. Never ever used it? No, I never. Wow. Praise the Lord. Because <laughs> I'm not a social media uh, guy myself either. But I do see that um, it does have some relevance. But, you know. Okay. Um what else do who else is on the line, Ema? Uh Texas, Southwest Georgia, New York, um or Ontario. Ontario Ontario. Okay. New York. Who's in New York? That would be me, uh, Brother Priest. Gavin. Brother Gavin, Tribe of Benjamin for the record. So, sir, do you use social media? Um, not really at all. I'm not a social media type of a guy, so I try to I I try to stay away from it. Say the truth. So, um, not really too versed. I mean, I tried out one time for like two years. I was on Facebooks, but I got I I only kept it to like recover people's you know from the past people popping up. Oh, you know, I used to we used to go to school together in kindergarten. You know. But that's about it. I mean, I never, I didn't go into it hardcore and, you know, create all these different pages. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not versed pretty much in that. 
No, sir. Okay. Um, Brother Andrew, do you use social media? Shalom, brother. Yes, I do. I, um, I use Facebook. Um, I use Hotmail. Um, I have two Facebook accounts. Um, one I created a while back ago. Another one I created uh, um, like as a false account. And then I didn't use it, tried to delete it, don't know how to delete it, so I just decided to continue on using it, change my name. And, uh, yeah, I use it because I noticed that a lot of people do use it, and they they themselves are um, always wanting to teach and edify people, so I'm just trying to edify those that I can edify both on the internet over the airwaves and also obviously in living in the in the flesh, like face to face. Okay, so you say you use Facebook, okay. Thank you, sir. Uh, um, we also have New York, New York and North Georgia that just signed on. Okay. Who's in North Georgia? Shalom. Shalom, brother. This is Brother Tony. Shalom, brother. Do you use social media? No, sir. <clears throat> oh, oh. Um, thank you, sir. Brother Eric, do you use social media? Into using it, I, well, I only use one. That's Facebook because I got cousins uh, from Birmingham, and, and I had one cousin from Cross Seas. He needed to contact me, so I had to set up a account. Yes, sir. So it's just Facebook that you use, nothing else. Yes, sir. Okay. Shalom, brother. Uh, um, this brother Andrew. Um, I also use. YouTube and Google, like, yeah, mainly Google. Um, Hangout, I guess it's called Hangout, Google Hangout or Gmail Hangout. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know Sister Nisha uses social media, um, but it doesn't appear that too many of us here do. All right, well... There's this app called WhatsApp. Oh, yeah. WhatsApp. <laughs> so, so somebody has this app? Yeah, 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 yeah I use it. Yes, <laughs> Shalom, this is Octavon. I, I have that app as well, too. Yeah, brother, brother Gavin, I have it too. Yeah, brother Andrew has it as well. <laughs> so all of you noticed, then I guess I'm late. Okay. <laughs> I have it as well because I never heard of it. I don't have it. I don't, I've never it's heard of your, it. It's on your phone. phone. You got to look it up. It was a secret. They were keeping a secret. <laughs> 
I'm only thinking something that like Facebook or Gmail, um, right. uh, you know, Hangout or MySpace. You know, a lot of people were got to be happening. I I only think of like that when you, when I hear social media, the very first thing on my head is gossiping. Yeah, yeah. Same here. Um, Trevon, can you explain this app from what yeah, you this, know? This app, you can you can be anywhere in the world. As long as you have Wi-Fi, you, you're you're able to speak to anyone using this app. Doesn't matter where they are in the world. As long as you have Wi-Fi, you can speak with anyone. To ting. <laughs> you speak to them. What do you mean, speak to them? Well, we have. Um, you can just dial them. Once they, um, once you have the app downloaded on your phone, it um, takes. It, it checks your um, your contact list, and it sees all who's on your contact list, and um, so it um, sort of transfer over those numbers that you have on your regular contact list to the WhatsApp, and so you're able to um, once they have it, they're going to show on WhatsApp, and their picture is also going to show on WhatsApp, and so wherever they are, once you dial their number or hit their name, it's just going to call them directly. Okay, because uh, Brother Chris from the UK, he just told me about this, uh, I guess right before the break. I mean, yeah, before the semester break. And the way he described it, it was a little different than what you just said, but it's kind of similar. So I don't really understand it yet. Um, but he and Brother Jossier, I guess, have been communicating using that WhatsApp for a, a little bit now. And um, I wanted to see if we could all in the nation uh, – start to utilize this. Now, the thing is, like I try to express to everyone, one of the ways that we keep love in the, the uh, order that we have is that we show respect to one another at all times and try not to get too personally involved with people's lives. You know what I mean? Like, if people want you to be personal with them, that's different. But, you know, you got to really be careful because that can really lead to a lot of problems. Life is – the Lord didn't design us to be all up in everybody's business. You know, that's one thing that Negroes don't get. The scriptures are against gossiping, against backbiting, and backbiting is when when you – around talking about people and talking about their faults and behind their backs and, you know, never dealing with them one-on-one, gossiping the same thing, slandering, you know, like the guy did to us on uh, Facebook. Um, He straight out slandered us. And... 
Anyhow, you just got to be careful of that. But I'm bringing up this app because when you described it to me, it seemed like something we should be able, we should want to use if, for no other reason for emergency purposes. So, uh, Brother Gavin, what can you share with us about this app? Brother Gavin? Probably on mute. Probably on mute. Okay. Brother Andrew, what can you share with us about the app? Um, the app, you can, you know, load pictures. If you have, like, you can send pictures from the app. You, if you got pictures on your phone, you all you got to do is pass the pictures on to your phone. Um, you pass the pictures from in your library onto the app. Uh, I know some people's phones automatically record conversations, and you can send recordings, songs um, through the app. Um, and I also know that you can um, you can find out, like if you send a message through the app, and I know um, I know I do this a lot, you can find out if when you send a message to an individual, you could find out if they've read the message or if they've just glanced at the message. Um, you can also find out, um, yeah, you can also find out some other stuff. You can do many things with the app. Or you could voice call, um, voice note and voice call. So, for example, if you don't have no phone service, but as the brother uh, Trayvon was making mention, you have Wi-Fi, you can, you, can, you can talk like a regular phone call. Me and Art Patrice was uh, conversing um, using WhatsApp because at, at one point in time, I didn't have free long distance but I had Wi-Fi, and he didn't have free long distance, but he had Wi-Fi, and we were just conversing through WhatsApp because we both had strong Internet connection, uh, strong Wi-Fi. And, um, yeah. Thank you, sir. So that that's the thing that um, I think uh, we should consider for us. Um, as a nation, to have communication amongst us, particularly in cases of emergency. Um, I'm not saying, you know, call up everybody every day and bugging or anything like that, because mm-hmm. God knows enough of these, enough of our people bug your brother. You know, like, you know what? i got to say this on, on the record. Please be reminded. I don't think there's anyone here that that I can that I've heard thus far that's been any problem. But there have been people that are in the nation that, when it's time for a break, they don't seem to realize that brother priest should get a break too. So, you know, please be mindful. Although that I am working through the breaks, please give me a break. Please do. But, um, you know, we all have matters that we need to attend to, and, and I think everyone here 
You know, I'm confident everybody that I know that's here today has been has been respectful of that. So, you know, but there are some people who don't. Um, Cedric, let me, I need to answer this call. I'm going to pass it back to you. I'll be back in about two minutes. Yes, sir. Um, Shalom. Is there anybody else who knows anything uh, specific about the app that they think uh, would be beneficial? Shalom. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is Ima Yaruth, and I happen to look it up, and it has several other features. It has what you call a broadcast list. And what it does is create a new list of broadcast uh, recipients. In other words, with this broadcast list, the features is you can send a message to several of your friends at one time, and that broadcast list saves lists of messages of recipients that you repeatedly send broadcast messages to without having to select them each time, you know, individually. And it also has a group chat where you can have, you know, people, all of the people come in and chat with the uh, with you at one time so that's another one of the features and it's uh you know you download it you got uh, it says it's available for iphones android <clears throat> nokia symbium s60 and s40 blackberry and windows phone that's six of them then the multimedia enjoy the world that the way your friends do with images videos audio and locations that you can share via whatsapp Group chats, choose a bar with your friends tonight or share precious moments with your family. Group chats can handle it all. And also, communication never felt so immediate with push notification, delivery recipients, and typing notifications. In other words, they say it has an awesome real-time texting. And that's all I see. Uh, yeah. Man, that's pretty convenient. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's really convenient. I had to save on phone service, I can tell you that much, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> You know, so um, if anybody, you know, is having, you know, those phones where they have paper minute or something like that, maybe that may help in that aspect uh, if you're, you know, using just that app, you know, and conserving minutes through, you know, talking through that app. I don't know necessarily how it would affect the minutes or if it would still even use the minutes because you're using the app. So that's something to kind of think about. But, I mean, overall, I, I still think it's an awesome uh, app. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm going to look it up and try to uh, look, uh, get into it myself. Nope, ma'am? Have you heard of IMO? I know yep, Brother I, Gavin has it. Mm-hmm. IMO? Mm-hmm. What's that? IMO. IMO. It's yep. video uh, when I call, like, say, uh, I have IMO, and I call my daughter, and she has IMO. Not only can we talk, I can see her, and she can see me. And you know we text and all that and stuff like that. So, so it's basically, there. so it's basically a video chat. Yeah, face okay. to face. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. WhatsApp with, with WhatsApp, you can do the same thing. Video chat as well. Oh, WhatsApp Number. can do it too. Okay. Yeah, WhatsApp could do it too. Um, I am on. Excuse mm-hmm. me, sorry for interrupting, but about Andrew. Um, I am on. I've heard about it, but. I just didn't really mess with it. I found it a little bit complicated, but then again, at times I'm impatient. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, um, IMO. I know, I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people that have IMO, and they always mm-hmm. tell me to get up on IMO, and then they always sending me requests for IMO, and I'm like, leave me alone. I don't want IMO. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it has the contacts, invite friends, and then you'll know it's got the names and. Uh, it's not really that bad. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, 
Well, that's something we should definitely get into, you know, uh, seeing if it would be, a, you know, of any use to anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of us who would. And you know what, Ima? Um, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what, Ima? Um, I was saying maybe with that information that you read on off, mm-hmm. um, maybe you can make it mention of it to the priest when he comes on back. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll throw it back at him. Yes, sir. Thank you. I'm here. <laughs> Chill out, but I'll uh, yield it back to you. What were, what were you just talking about that I missed? Uh, I was basically, uh, pull, you know, giving some of the features of WhatsApp video. And uh, he would just ask me to, re- to kind of run it back at you. It, it actually has six, um, uh, like uh, iPhone. It's available for iPhone, Android, Nokia, Nokia, you know what I'm talking about, Nokia, Nokia, Symbium, S60, and S40, BlackBerry, and Windows. It has multimedia, enjoy the world the way your friends do it, images, videos, audios, and locations that you can share via WhatsApp, group chat where you can have a bunch of people together and chat with them all at one time. And it also has awesome real-time texting, and it also has a broadcast list, which you put together and you can send out to everybody to broadcast different things. And, you know, it'll all go to those who you send it to. And I yell. Oh, wow. That's a lot more than I thought. Mm-hmm. But... um. Yeah, I think that's something that we should try to use as a, as a nation. Now, of course, if somebody ends up leaving the nation or something like that, or they get put out, I don't know how you would individually deal with it, but contingent upon their exit, um, you got to keep that in mind. There have been predominantly people that have either got asked to leave, got put out, or just left on their own. Most of the time, it hasn't been anything. I will say a hundred for a hundred times, it hasn't been anything that has been negative, so to speak. I mean, some people just can't keep up with the studies. Uh, some people get distracted by their life. Those types of things. Some people have. Um, some of them have just been, well, I'm going to say what it is, lazy and excuse-making, and therefore they need to leave. Now, there's been a couple of people that were trying to mix what we do with some other groups, and I personally asked them to leave. Uh, because you can't really, you can't mix this stuff that we're talking about with other stuff in general. You can't perpetrate that you're a Hebrew and then over here you joined with some Egyptologist group, you know. And you can't expect us to be able to deal with you individually. And... You get mixed up with somebody else's group doing some sovereign garbage or Moorish garbage, you know, that leads you into trouble. So it's those types of people are the people that I have personally asked to leave. I've asked them in class. In class, I, some, sometimes I didn't just say who their names were. 
Um, but I would say, look, I know who you are, and you know who you are. Please leave. Don't come back. And some of them I had to call them up and talk with them outside of that because they're just not right. They're just not, they don't get it. You know, it's one thing to have knowledge or information about some Egyptology or Islam or have general information. Nothing wrong with with that. But when you go try to mix all this stuff, you know, it's like the scriptures teach you, how how are you gonna how are you gonna be in one accord unless you agree? And there are fundamental things that are in Islam and Christianity, Egyptology that are contrary to the fundamentals of being a Hebrew. And actually, there's a lot of stuff in Hebrew camps that's contrary to what it means to be a Hebrew. But um, the point is, I think you understand what I'm saying. Anyway. Um, I would like for us to collect uh, the names of those who may have social media to add to our list. Now, inside of the university, you can actually include your social media contacts. You can include your Facebook. I don't know. I don't know about the other stuff. I know you can do an IM. Uh, I think it's a Yahoo instant messaging. You can do stuff like that. I don't know if it's Twitter in there or anything, but or Instagram. But you can put it in there. But I want to make sure that we collect a list of those who have social media because beginning next week. We need to collectively, as a nation, start pushing out this radio station. We need more. We need to get in front of as many listeners as we can, and get as many people as we can paying attention, so that even when some of us here are artists, I mean, once you get your your uh, product or your your business ready, the more people we get the station out in front of. The more people are going to be exposed to your business, your your skill, your trade, or your artistry, or whatever it is that you want to do. So we need to take up this responsibility to do things such as spread the word through social media. Now, of course, there are other things we can do, flyers, business cards, whatever. Of course we can do those things. We'll get to that. But we got to get on one accord. Some of you weren't here. Some of you are newer, and and you weren't here when we were talking about what I'm about to say now. But a couple of semesters ago, I was asking about those that could collect businesses, the, uh, the local businesses around you, or people we can do commercials for for free. Um, collect to collect any uh, list of artists that you may know. But we need those things right now. So some of you have already done them and got them together. Um, By all means, please send a list of them. Well, I guess you can send it to my email, brotherpriest at com. 
But we need the stuff now so we can get in an assembly line. And what I mean is, for the radio, we have those who are helping us to do news. And my uh, understanding is we have Ak um, Eric, who's recently joined us, and we have Ak Patrice, who's recently joined us in the uh, news, and praise the Lord for that. But we also have Trevon, Gavin, and Anisha, who are going to uh, be doing the interviews, and they've already done some stuff for us already. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, by the way, that was that was our commander who just called, formerly known as Bartholomew. He just touched down. Well, he touched down into Costa Rica, so he's over there right now. <coughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah, we pray that he has a safe trip. Excuse me. <coughs> we want to pray that he has a safe trip and uh, a safe return. Excuse me. So we want to get a collection of people's social media. This is why. Um, we really have got to, as a nation, get this in our heads. We have a responsibility in order to govern ourselves to produce industry and therefore produce revenue. Now, some of you may be newer in the nation, so I want to explain this. There's a difference between revenue and income. Income is taxable. Revenue is not. So don't try and jump out here and rush the guns. You know, because you got to really take your time to really get this. All you got to do is simple on how you do it, but it's not simple in, in comprehending it. Okay, it's as simple as writing to the IRS and changing this or that. That's simple. But you got to understand something. Taxes apply to income. You don't hear of any revenue taxes you hear of sales tax because sales tax produces an income for someone but taxes are income taxes anything outside of income is not taxable you got to really get this now and now i'm being specific so when i'm saying revenue when you produce industry like okay let me use what is it, Japan? Japan has the probably a stronghold, I'd have to say, over the electronic industry. Because everybody knows that Sony produces, if not the best, at least some of the best televisions, radios, um, all types of stuff, right? Sony was able to take that industry and produce so much power for them that they opened up other industries. So, as I said this before, 
Sony opened up a, uh, a entertainment faction. So they opened up an entertainment industry. They took over CBS Records back in the early 90s, and they ended up having Michael Jackson under contract. So Sony was controlling Michael Jackson's career. And this meant that Japan was controlling it. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) So think about that. If Japan was controlling Michael Jackson's career since the early 90s, then who do you think was getting the most benefit off of Michael Jackson, America or Japan? It's Japan because Japan had the contract over whatever income and or revenue Michael Jackson was bringing in. So they got the greatest benefit from that. Okay, so they took one industry and allowed that to create another, is my point. Electronics helped them to create an entertainment industry. All of that is revenue-making. We're opening up this this opportunity that for those of us who have uh, businesses or trades and or skills, talents as well, your talent might be singing. Uh, playing an instrument. We know that um, Gavin and Trevon specifically are musicians, and they have other talents and skills as well, but let's, I'm going to use Trevon, for instance. We have a radio station. Trevon might play a particular instrument. Which instrument do you play, brother, in the band? Brother Trevon? Shalom, I, I had you on mute. I'm sorry about that. I played a trumpet and a flugelhorn. Yes, sir. So, okay, maybe you can. we can do a commercial for you on the radio station to be hired for a session player. Um, when I was a young musician, that was one of my dreams, to be a session player. But I'm saying you – I know for a fact because I ran a recording studio – the the value of a session player that can come in and do a hot two hours. And I had to make sure that these guys got paid. So I was paying them $50 an hour to come in and record a line. You know, I might pay this bass player. Well, it really wouldn't be me most of the time. It would be maybe a client. Uh, and I would refer them to that session player, you know, because I would know that that guy was reliable and he was good. So I'm saying that that's something we might be able to open up for you. You know what I'm saying, if that makes sense. Um, <clears throat> it doesn't matter what skill, trade, talent, or other that you have. The point is we as a whole can earn additional revenue by coming together. Um, Tony is a barber. Are you there, brother, Tony? Yes, sir. I'm here, brother. So, I mean, do you think you would benefit from promoting, hey, come see me and and get a haircut? Would that be something beneficial for you? Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. See, so he might be able to get um, more people to sit in his chair. Do you have a booth rent or or something like that, Brother Tony? Yeah, we pay booth rent. Okay, see, the more people that come in, the less that booth rent is going to, you know, take away from him. So that's all in promotion and advertising. Now, that means 
that if we as a one solid nation are pushing this um, radio station and more people are able to hear our advertising, that means everybody can benefit from it. So it doesn't matter if you're, Tony's in, is in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. Um, Trevon is in New York. Um, uh, uh, Andrew's in Ontario, Canada. If you push this radio station in your area, more listeners are going to come, and then you don't know who they might know or who they might be related to. They might be related to some somebody in Ontario might be related to somebody in Atlanta, Georgia, or in New York. You just don't know. Ema is in um, Louisville, Kentucky. We don't know who might be listening. So it behooves us all to put our efforts into promoting this thing. Therefore, everybody can eat. Now, there's also other opportunities that we're going to open up for advertising. So... The more people we get to listen, the more advertising dollars we can charge. So if you you don't, the other thing that we want to produce is what we call a passive income. So I've talked about this before, or excuse me, passive revenue. I've talked about this before. Uh, I guess it was last, it was 2014. Yeah, I think it was 2014 when I last talked about this on the fellowship. But anyway. Passive income or passive revenue, for those who may or may not know, if you know, I know, just listen through it, is something that's going to produce for you even when you're asleep. So it's almost like automated revenue. So one of the things we're doing is next year we'll be opening up, officially opening up, um, or reopening anyway, most of you are here. You probably don't know that when we first started, we had an online store for the nation. But we're going to reopen that up next year, and everybody can benefit off of it. And it can be a passive revenue for you. And all you got to do is just refer people. And I'll explain a little bit about more that later, but I want to get this initial thing in our minds. We got to operate as one with love and respect, move as one. We don't need any weak links. I mean, some people are stronger in some areas than others, but we don't need people that are going to be leeches and excuse makers. We need people that want to contribute and for the benefit of themselves and all the people around them. Now, when you work collectively, when we work collectively, anybody of people that work collectively empower themselves, but you got to work collectively in unison and with a direction in mind. So that's where we now have this opportunity to really make this thing work for us. Now, that doesn't mean we're going out here promoting that we're we're a Hebrew nation. No, we're pushing the radio station. We don't. We're not saying, "Hey, you know, this is a Hebrew station." No, and that's more problems than anything. As hateful as these Negroes are, um, you know, 
we just got to stay focused and stay on business. You know, one of the things we don't understand, this is a kind of a side note, but you know what? You walk into stores that you don't realize, or you buy products that you don't realize are owned, controlled, possessed by Christians, Muslims, or Jewish people. Of course, if it's written in Arabic, you you might think that it has something to do with some Arabs or Muslim Islamic people. But you would not know uh, if you go buy some toothpaste and it's Crest, you know, that those are Wiccans behind that, you know. You don't know that what is Tom's. You know, behind that. See, see what I'm saying? It's not always about promoting your culture, your way of life. It's about just providing a product that people can partake in because some people don't want to. Some people might look at look at your culture and turn their nose up. But if your culture is not blatant and in their face, then they'll partake in the product. Now, I'll give you a really good example. I used to go to the uh, Shabazz Bakery, Nation of Islam, in Detroit. Their food was so good. It was unbelievable. And one day I was in there, and there was a Caucasian man in there. And I realized that he didn't realize that this was the Nation of Islam. But he was enjoying the food just like I was. Now, although that uh, restaurant would push its agenda, just imagine if it was uh, something else other than that, or if it was just uh, Mickey's Marketplace or something like that, then you don't feel offended to walk in there, and you can just partake in the product. So hopefully everybody understands what I'm trying to say here. You know, that's how we should be controlling what we do. That's how we should start our foundation. One moment, please. So my point is we got to be thinking in this way. So if you have social media, we want to start working in harmony. If you got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, any of that, Google+, Google Hangouts, I don't even know what that stuff is, but if you all know, then great. The idea is we're going to get behind and make one movement and pushing this radio out there so we can get more listeners, so we can start making revenue for everyone. Now, if you don't have a, a business and you do have a skill or trade, Everyone here in this nation, we're going to begin making, well, the object is to begin making your uh, radio commercials starting next Monday, or next week is a better way to say it. I don't care what it is that you do. If you braid hair, if you cut hair, if you make dresses, if you make handkerchiefs, for God's sake. I don't know. If you can cook a meal, if you desire to make some additional revenue, 
We're going to make radio commercials for you. We're going to air them. Your duty and responsibility to yourself and your people is to get as many people listening to this radio station as possible. So you want to tell everybody you know. You want to send it out in, in social media. You want to do whatever you can to play your part in contributing to making sure that a lot of people are listening. You don't have to tell them details. Just say, hey, check this radio station out. There's a new radio station out. Hey, listen to this. Check check this out on here. That's all you got to do. That's not hard. Uh, you don't got to get personal about it. It's very simple. But you got to keep in mind, the more people that are listening, the more the better opportunity you're going to have if you have an independent business or skill or trade that you can earn revenue. Okay? This is important. This is very important. So, um, Cedric, one of my things is that making sense? I don't always know, brother, if I'm making sense. <laughs> yeah, but, um, you know, um, when you first initiated this, um, this endeavor back in, um, back, back at the beginning of the year, if I can remember, you know, you did make it very clear that, you know, one of the main purposes behind, you know, getting this radio station started was so that we can at least get, you know, you know, information or the truth out there about, you know, what's going on, but most importantly try to have a uh, another way to make income for people in the uh, nation, or not income, but revenue for people in the nation, you know, by, you know, various uh trades that they may have and they can advertise it on uh, radio stations and stuff like that. And in the same light, we can, you know, also promote the radio station as well. So it makes perfect sense. I mean, everybody, you know, gets exposure, you know, uh, the radio station gets exposure and uh, we can also profit at the same time, you know, so no one has to walk away with empty hands. But again, at the end of the day, you know, making your, you know, your best efforts forward, you know, that also helps too. So, um, yeah, it makes sense, brother. <clears throat> Ema, is anybody new on the line? Uh, yes, we we got uh, new uh, Southeast Texas, North Georgia, and I see where New York had hung up. I think it's Tunisia and North Georgia. But I want to say anyone that owns a computer, PC, or iPhone shouldn't be broke, and closed mouths do not get fed. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's right. Too many opportunities out here. We talked about the crowdfunding opportunities uh, that are out here now, the GoFundMe's and Kickstarters and all that. So uh, everybody, if where there's a will, there's a way. You just got to sit and think it out. But nonetheless, we as a, as a nation have the responsibility to produce industry and revenue. <clears throat> this is how we build. You don't work, you don't eat, but we as a nation have to work collectively and we have to uh, build on the revenue that we are able to bring in and additionally produce things. So <clears throat> it's not, is always um, needs to be a circulation. 
when something comes in, you need when something goes out, you need something coming in. You know, so that way you don't deplete yourself, so that there's a complete um, circular, or how they would say in law terms, a circuit flow that it continuously produces energy, and the energy produces empowerment. You know, and the only way we're going to do that is to work in harmony, in unison, and with a direction in mind. You know, so hopefully everybody understands. Um, We're going to need a collection of anybody's. uh, Just send it to the email, any of the aforementioned list, and if you have um, social media, the design will be, I'm going to assign somebody to be a social media director so that what I mean is when we get something that we need to promote, let's say with Trevon, he plays the horns. Okay, here's what we do. We need some. We need to promote something so we get this information to a central individual that we're going to be pushing this uh, this brother's talent. We send it to our social media director, and they send this information to the entire nation, and then the entire nation participates in spreading the word through social media, through word of mouth, or through whatever other means. Now, that's basically how we can empower what we do, and everybody should be able to be able to get a few extra dollars that will make your life a little more comfortable while you are progressing in your studies and your transformation spiritually. So I'll yield the floor to um, Cedric. If anybody has any questions or anything, um, I'll yield the floor. I have uh, a question. Yes, ma'am. Um, I want to ask uh, Brother Octavon, do you have to pay for that uh, WhatsApp? Because I was noticing that it says that uh, you have it has Google Wallet and also um, send payment through a URL, and it's talking about the uh, subscription. So I was just wondering about that. Well, no, I, I haven't been paying for anything, but I did see that message recently and was inquiring about that. Mm-hmm. And um, someone told me, you know, don't don't even worry about it if you didn't. Um, if you didn't give any um, any credit card information, you didn't have to worry about it or anything. But I, but I did see that message that you're speaking of on WhatsApp. And they have another part of it called how uh, you can pay pay for a friend allows you to extend a WhatsApp subscription. So I was just wondering about that. Thank you. Shalom, brother Chris. Can you? Once again, make mention of your email address. You said Brother Priest, uh, Brother Priest at TravisAvenues.com? Yes, sir. That's just, that's just B-R-O-T-H-E-R-P-R-I-E-S-T? 
Uh, yeah, spell the word brother out, yeah. Okay. Now, please don't start sending me six pages long emails, everybody. Please. That was happening a whole lot, which got me into a world of back work. It was like, to, man. I'll try, yes, to, I'll, try, I'll try my best to do as little as that as possible. <laughs> Yeah, you, you've never given me a part with that, you know. I mean, you did send some some extensive ones that, you know, but it was like only like two or three, you know. So that ain't no big deal, brother. But I'm talking about all of us, everybody in general, because I know. Listen, I love you. Believe me, I do, and I want to hear everything you have to say. But it's really difficult to read. 10 and 20 pages of one email. It's really difficult. It takes time because then I got to think about it, digest it, and I want to respond properly, and it's just not always possible. And and all these sick maniacs that we got that already email us asking questions, it's insane. There are a lot of sick people, I'm telling you. A lot of sick. I mean, you just, whew. You only knew what I go through every day. Anyone else? Okay, I yield. It's on you, brother. Yes, sir. Um, on, on the record, this is Brother Shedrick. And um, we can open up the floor for any topics that anyone wants to share at this particular moment. State your name for on the record. Well, um, I, I guess I'll open it up. Um, today, my god sister was telling me I, I hadn't uh, really been paying attention to the news because I was focused on trying to, you know, get the rest of my papers set up uh, to, you know, turn in for um, my thesis. She was telling me that yesterday... <laughs> that another uh there was another domestic violence uh or domestic dispute in Savannah and it ended in death of both the the woman and the man shot himself. And um this is a this this is so called uh African American, you know, couple and uh it's just it's just interesting 'cause I'm just thinking, man <laughs> Yeah, this is, I mean, yeah, two-thirds is, uh, you're thinking the bees is going to get a hold of the two-thirds. You ain't got to worry about the bees, too. We do most of the work, you know. <laughs> so um, that was something that made me think, um, and I just thought I'd put it on record only because it just, it's, again, it just goes to show you that, you know, we are in the middle of a tribulation as we have always been, you know, at you know, at this point in time where we're dealing with, you know, the rising of our people or the awakening of our people. Um I just thought I would share that. Does anybody else have any um anything else that they would Well before I before I uh Hand it over to anybody. Did anybody hear about the pastors who met with uh, with Harry, not Harry Truman, uh, with Donald Trump? 
Did anybody hear about that? Yes, sir. What did you What do you think about that? <laughs> uh, shalom. I to very think much about it. Um, I just thought, you know, just what a real interesting way to try and say both. Nothing original about it, kind of typical. Those are the only real thoughts I had about it. Yes, sister. It's funny. Um, I read, well, I read the title of an article. I didn't read the whole article because I was too busy. There was this one article where there was a where there was a pastor who had spoke about the incident, who spoke about the whole situation, and he called the he called the pastors or the preachers called them prostitutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he called them prostitutes. Now, I'm gonna try to go back and read that article because it was funny when I read it. <laughs> and they have a video floating around on social media where they're actually praying for Donald Trump. <laughs> and um, did uh, Trump I, call him that? He called the pastors that Donald Trump did. No, the, there was a pastor who called the pastors who met with Donald oh, Trump. He okay. called them prostitutes. Oh. Well, that's politically right, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a, there was also something that, uh, floating out there where it was saying that it's obvious, it's, it's kind of odd where a lot of these pastors were stating that they wouldn't even, they they were, they wouldn't even meet with uh, what's his name, uh, Louis Farrakhan. But they would t- say that he couldn't come to any of their churches and all this other different stuff. But then, in the same light, you turn around and you invite Donald. You invite to have a sit down with Donald Trump, and what they bust out and said was, "Oh, he's not a mean person. He just really under—he's just really misunderstood." So this is what they said about the whole situation. And the leader, if I'm not mistaken, one of the participants in the meeting with Donald Trump, and I thought was pretty uh, sketchy, was the sister, what her name is, Amarosa. How's your name? Shalom, brother. The sister, uh, this, uh, there was a sister named Amarosa. If anybody's not familiar with Amarosa, she was a contestant on the uh, Donald Trump's uh, TV show, The Apprentice. And... Um, through some research, uh, I found out that she had recently became a pastor, and she was one of the pastors who sat down and talked to Donald Trump. So, yeah, it's a lot. I I just think that's really odd, but it is out there. This that was funny. How you? You said pastor? Yes, pastor. Lord have mercy. <laughs> yes. Well, and, and question is that question in regards to Omarosa um, being the pastor? Man, yeah, wicked. she is Satan himself. Yeah, she is. 
She announced yeah. on the Wendy Williams show that she is a pastor. <laughs> Man, she killed that Michael Clark Duncan. I'm convinced. She was engaged. <laughs> I'm convinced. Oh, man. Next to him, and he's dead. How that big, strong man get with her, and then all of a sudden he's dead? Come on, man. She's the devil, man. Well, you know, I think she's actually, uh, I don't know if it's in the works or not, but she's actually supposed to be taking Latoya Jackson to court because Latoya Jackson made a statement saying that, hell, she probably pulled the plug. Amarosa <laughs> probably pulled, pulled the plug on this man. And I was like, man. You know, she was saying that that was a hurtful thing to say, but uh, some of her friends spoke out and was like, well, that wouldn't be uh, too unrealistic because she had paparazzi at the uh at the funeral. She had a red carpet and she was interviewing press wow. at the funeral. Zama Rosa. And um Smart Jarrett. Yeah. The, the devil himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I just thought that was pretty interesting. She led the pack, uh, according to some. She, you know, she led the pack. I was just like, man, that's sketchy. You got this sister who was on the. I just feel like it's all a publicity stunt, and you know, you know, of course it was a publicity stunt. But after this man sat down and said some of the most, you know, some of the, you know, most disgusting things about so-called African Americans and. You know, uh, Latinos. You know, I don't think anybody should sit there and try to vote for the man. I don't get me wrong. There were some things that maybe he did hit on because we do have some disgusting behavior. But this man did say some really disgusting stuff about, you know, uh, so-called minorities. And I'm saying to myself, if so-called African Americans knew any better, they wouldn't be trying to put him in office. <laughs> um, but I don't think he would get office anyway. I really think Hillary might end up getting it. Who knows? But I, it's looking like it. it. It may look like it, but um, I anybody? Else? I got to head good, brother. Shalom, yes, sir, brother. Shalom, bro. Shalom. Um, does anybody else have any other topics that they want to share? Yeah, Shalom. It's better, Andrew. Um, I have a question pertaining to... Uh, I keep hearing this being played on 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 the news on the news uh, being aired on the news. I know you guys will have some more information upon it. But anybody hear about some fourteen people being shot, getting caught in some crossfire? I don't know if I'm hearing the news. Oh, correctly, is that you're talking about? The, yeah, I was yeah. just about to bring that. It's in San Bernardino. And they said that was a hoax. That is, yeah. A, a news anchor mentioned that it was. Uh, uh, staged. <laughs> they they admitted it. False flags. Yeah, it's another. It's actually another false flag operations. As a matter of fact, the young lady who's always crying on the phone, mm-hmm. who's been pretty much showing up in all the false flag operations, she's actually spotted there again mm-hmm. in San Bernardino. <laughs> no, like this stuff is like crazy, man. I. They get, they must really get a kick out of, you know, trying to 
put fear into the public. It's kind of getting annoying because it's like, okay, y'all, y'all can stop. This is disgusting. How long are y'all going to keep trying to convince us that, I mean, I, I feel like this. If you're going to go ahead and pass martial law, go ahead and do it. But don't try to stage incidents to try to incite martial law. That's just cruel, man. And it just really shows that they have no heart. They have no regards for the trust of the American citizens. I mean, I thought they had uh ounce of respect. They just have no respect. Brother, no can, we look, can we look at it from a lawful standpoint now? Let's look at it from a lawful standpoint. They are doing what they're doing to see who's competent and who's incompetent. And the vast majority of Americans and people and the people in the world are incompetent because they're not taking a stand against this and bringing it to court, uh, if it's just uh, to the Hague or to the international courts. I mean, we all have that ability to do that, right? Yes, ma'am. You know, to join together and really, uh, like Brother Priest saying, with the nation to unify, uh, you, me, neighbors, and so-and-so, if we're aware of these same people and all that stuff, I mean, you know, write a, write a petition or something to bring this stuff forward. Because, see, that's one thing that the government, the banks, and all that, the, those people in power fear, is that we will become cognate or awake. So I think that, you know, we've got to kind of throw it back at them. Yes, ma'am. And you are actually absolutely right. I think that is um that's actually a conversation that was uh that was that I had with uh somebody who was trying to get into the nation uh one time before, you know, how petitioning petitioning can definitely work to our advantage if we were to take it, you know, or consider taking it to world criminal international criminal court, you know. Um but there are a lot of different things to consider, you know, because, again, it's like you depose them or you get them put out of power, who they basically put into place to oversee government. You see what I'm saying? And I think that at this particular point we can do it, but there are a lot of people who are still not ready. You know, I I think we definitely have some refining to do myself included. I know for a simple fact I have a lot of refining to do, you know, but that's what makes us, um, that's what makes us, you know, more aware is that we are aware that these things need to happen and in order to, you know, take some type of action against this government, but also make sure that when this government falls, there's another government put into place. So, you know, these are things to consider, but you're right. Definitely should consider petition. Someone was going to say something. Yes, and I want to also add to that that I think that's imperative why we're going through the stages that we're going through to be, you know, be uh, free of this uh, this beast and, and have our status changed, but also to be, you know, to, to acquire that revenue. Because, see, that is the catch. If you do not have the revenue or the, the, uh, the ability to make money to, uh, you know, survive as, even in your own home or families among your, your people, then, then it's a catch-22. You know, you cannot uh, suppress or go against the government when you don't have no outlet to, to refer to. To me, you know, you have to. We have to have that resource, and that's why we got to get that in our heads that we got to do this thing. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Anybody else have any feedback they want to give in regards to that? Because that's very 
important to, you know, address, especially when you're talking about the current circumstances, which is you have a government that is deceiving people so that they can push for this martial law. That's what they're going to push. Seems like they've already done it, but, I mean, if they're going to push it, do it. But don't try to just, you know, psych your mind 24 times, people, and, you know, hey, we, the joke's on you guys because, we, you know, we made you guys believe such and such and all this stuff. And I'm just like, man, what a waste of, what a waste of time, you know, because <laughs> it's really, it really starting to, it's, it's very cliche, I just say that. And um, it really just goes to show you at what length this government is willing to go in order to keep this illusion going, <laughs> you know. So um, anybody have any? Um, I got a question. I, I, I sorry, I'm sorry to keep butting in, like, because you know my no, heart no, is no, no problem at all. My spirit is kind of you know perplexed. So I, I got a question for you. Yes, okay, you know I hear people say push the government, you know push this. Um, uh, what is it, martial law? Yes, okay, ma'am. now let me ask you something. This is just critical thinking. Okay, I know if they push martial law, you know all of us people over here have weapons, particularly the Caucasians. They have numerous amounts of weaponry, uh, uh, things that we've probably never seen or heard before, stockpiled. And a perfect example was the Bundy uh, situation. When the Bundy people went down there and stood up, I mean, they backed off. So my my question is, do you really, they've got this installed in our minds so bad, but do you really feel that it would be profitable, looking at it law-wise and commercial-wise, to suppress the people into being in camps and stuff? Would that be really lucrative to me? I'm asking that question, I yield. I mean, hmm. Well, let me look at it from a perspective of which I'm currently, you know, doing my research on. Because, again, I mean, we are talking about, you know, putting these people in debtor's prisons if they were to install martial law. Who knows that they can probably contract these private uh, – they can contract these uh, debtor's prisons to private uh, companies, uh, namely, you know, Corporations of America – uh, GEO groups, and these people can basically uh, outsource the labor of these particular uh, of these uh, detained debtors, and outsource their labor to any foreign entity for cheap labor. But they can probably gain more revenue from uh, foreign ent- from foreign corporations or whatever, you know. Uh, from the contracts that they get from them. And the only reason I'm bringing this up because that's what they're doing here in, uh, uh, I guess you could say domestically with the private prison companies. You know, there aren't any, uh, I guess you can say, uh, FEMA camps uh, or people at a large rate being put in FEMA camps. There are debtors' prisons uh, that uh, house immigrants, uh, drug offenders, and those sorts and stuff like that. And they're outsourcing their labor to these, you know, uh, people here within the United States and domestically. Um, And they're also doing prison gerrymandering and all of that stuff. So it's profitable to, you know, place them in uh, these uh, prison camps or these debtor prisons or these FEMA camps uh, 
if they are going to contract these private prisoners out or outsource their work to domestic corporations or federal corporations. They can get money that way. It'd be profitable that way. But that's just a theory. That's not concrete. But I, I, I wouldn't put it past them. They've been doing it with the immigration, uh, with immigration detention and drug, uh, drug users for years. So once they institute that martial law, they say, shoot, we got more than we need. We definitely can make some revenue off of these people. All we got to do is just get the uh, private companies or these uh, private prison companies to accept these, you know, contracts that we can give them or whatever, and to, we can bring in some, some potential money based off of just having random people just locked up and throwing in fee accounts. But, again, it's a theory. So, I don't know. I mean, what do you think about that, Emo? What do you think about the potential use of fee accounts in private prison? Excuse me. Yes. Uh-oh. Someone, if someone yes. about to say, yes. Uh, well, regular Doctor Manuel, I was just, um, I didn't know something went down that I'm not aware of, but I'm just hearing all the FEMA camps talk stuff. So I <laughs> thought maybe I missed them. <laughs> I, I honestly don't believe that that you know. I mean, I. From a spiritual standpoint, in, in uh, higher standpoint, I just don't believe that's going to ever transpire because, you know, I mean, uh, through the many years that I've been, you know, I, I was actually in Germany when they, uh, when the Germans uh, actually took the uh, Jews to the concentration camps, and you know, I mean, I actually saw the historical uh, evidence of it uh, when they took them to the concentration camps and did what they had to do over a period of time, and of course, we know some of the people over here uh, that uh, supplied that um, that that event to happen, but I mean, when I mentioned uh, Bundy and I mentioned weaponry that uh, a lot of people have, is that, you know, there would be blood into the horse's barrel. These people are going to, are, fear creates a, a change also to me, and I, I just don't see them implementing like that, and, and to, to, to elaborate on that, President Obama just issued a letter to all of the different, all the states saying that they have to let these Syrians into the country and into their states. So, you know, you, you, you take that and factor that in. Uh, you know, they're trying to stereotype a lot of the Syrians now, and they're mm-hmm. getting on TV and saying this and that. My governor here, uh, he was saying, you know, they can't come to our land. They'll cause problems. They're terrorists. So they're doing the stereotyping like they did our Ishakar brothers and like they did the tribe of Judah, and it's still not working. So I don't see, and even with us, I do believe it, that, that we would fight back first. There's just no way we're going to. I don't see it, brother. I don't see it. I don't see it. And I yield. Yes, ma'am. I, I, you know, again, like I was saying, I just threw it on the table as a theory because what I've researched thus far with these, you know, private prison companies that have multiple. Um, oh, and I might, might I add, I did bring up earlier uh, throughout, you know, this year that these private prison companies are now t- starting to invest in real estate investment trusts. So they're going to be buying property and all this other different stuff. Not that they would make a difference, but they can venture into purchasing, you know, lease agreements with FEMA camps if you can, right. uh, if you will. And so I say, hey, if they have a FEMA camp uh, that they say, okay, well, shoot, we see that the private prison companies are making them, you know, bringing in a lot of revenue and they're, you know, 
um, paying their uh, shareholders a lot of money, mm. hey, let's invest in it. And they have shareholders. You wouldn't even when – I, when I kind of did my research and I saw all the different banks that were underwriting and, uh, you know, uh, participating in these real estate investment uh, trusts and all these other different, you know, uh, different international groups and all of this stuff, I was like, you got to be kidding me. It's almost like the whole Wall Street is pretty much the, the private prison companies, mm-hmm. and they're pretty much specializing in detaining drug offenders, detaining Im- illegal immigrants or criminal illegal immigrants. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's ridiculous. So I'm, I'm just thinking, well, what if they get the idea that they would, you know, because there's this mass overflow of, uh, people getting the you know tame you know in these uh, theme accounts, they say, well, we can make some men some some money off of you know contracting with these private prison companies and then outsourcing them to you know foreign mm-hmm. corporations. Who knows? But, but but technically, aren't we in prison without walls anyway? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But you know, but then there, don't forget. Only reason I'm thinking about it in terms of that is because of the National Defense Act, where they're basically saying that you can, you know, you can once they institute what is it that whole martial law thing? I think they can, uh, they can pretty much. What is it? We were talking about this a couple of weeks back when they were talking about uh, making people employees without paying all of that different stuff. I mean, you know, in prison, they give you pay, but it ain't really that much. So what's, you know, what would be the odds of them taking people who are in FEMA camps and then contracting their labor out for, like, stupid, you know, cheap prices, but then, you know, letting the federal government rake billions and billions and billions of dollars off of these, you know, contracts, you know, the possibility is there. But again, it who knows? I I don't put nothing past this government. I don't. There's they're 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 greedy, and a lot of their practices, you know, are pretty much just they're just greedy commercial practices, is what I'll just say. Uh, they're 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 susceptible to anything right about now because they're on the last leg. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're on their last leg, and they'll do anything. So, but you you could be definitely right. They might not even attempt to do it because of the simple fact that they know they're they're considering that there will be a mass rebellion. Oh yeah, there's going to be a mass rebellion, and they know that we're at the forefront and we'll rebel, and we we be most likely to be the ones leading the rebellion. Right, and we pretty much have in the past. Yes, ma'am. And you and you connect. You connect the, the, what's happening here. Okay, our Issachar brothers been over here for, you know, quite a few moons now. And I mm-hmm. heard, I think you said that they were kind of leaving. Okay, now they're bringing in the Semitic people, the Syrians. Of course, mm-hmm. we know they're not really accustomed to what we're accustomed to, but yet still they will stand up for their rights. So this is a, a typification to our people. you got to stand up. You know, the whole world yes, is waiting for us to stand up. Sometimes to get a baby to start walking, you got to put them up 
on their feet and kind of stand behind them and make sure if they don't fall, but if they fall, you pick them back up or tell them, get up, get back up. So something's going to transpire. Then we've got the Caucasians, the Caucasian offspring that are coming up behind these old fogies and everything, and they got a new outlook. They're dealing with more of our people, females and males, uh, interlocking with, you know, relationships and jobs and stuff. They're a new millennium type of children. And so that that old school stuff has got to leave. And who is that that says if you create fear uh, in the people, uh, they're going to want to run to the government for some savory or for a savior? But, you know, I think it's going to be just the total opposite because things do change over time with the mentality of the people coming up. And, you know, yes, these, so, I, I, you know, I mean, to me, with all the weaponry over here, first they got to get past getting all the guns and all that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, they got to get past that. So, and most people that are outside of us, they deal with the Constitution, you know, that, you know, you can't take our guns, you know, and this, that. So, you know, they got to get past their own offspring to get to where they want to go as far as suppressing all other people. You know, and talking about a new world order, a new structure, a new change, honey, that that happened a while back. It actually yeah. really technically happened when your boy said, 1933, all persons turn in to go. So what they found out was that all persons that did not or were cognate of who they were turned in to go, but all people didn't. You see what I'm saying? So yes, we're at that point where it's a mind thing, it's a game of life and how you play it. And if you don't know nothing about that chessboard or how to play it, then you're going to be on the losing side, typified by what happened in the desert out there in Sinai. And with that, I yield. All right. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Uh, that was, I hope brothers and sisters are hearing what we're actually saying because these are some of the things that, you know, are, you know, being put out there um, by this government. These are, you know, their motive, whatever their motive is, I guess you can say we just have to step up our efforts to ensure that they get no foothold in anything that we do. Uh, They don't get a foothold in trying to, you know, come against us. I mean, but at this particular point, you know, we're pretty much recognized as a real nation anyway. So, I mean, it's not really much to worry about. But we do have those who don't really know what's going on and who don't get. Uh, so someone has a background noise. That's on my phone. Hello? What's that in? Hello? I'm not sure. Not sure whose phone that is. Hello, is that someone's phone? Can you Probably be somebody muted? fell asleep. Probably somebody fell asleep and not realizing that phone doing that. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I'm on another line. I'm on after day phone. Hmm. Does, does it show what number is making that noise? I can't I even see it. Would we'll 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 um, we'll be able to get back in? Okay, that is uh, pretty interesting. Okay, can everybody go on mute, please? 
Okay. I think it might. Yeah. I don't know. It might be Brother Priest's line. Um, no, it's not Brother Priest's line because he got off. Oh wow! Did man. he get off? Or did, did he get off? Or did he switch lines? No, he I got have... off. He got off. Okay. I he actually hung up. I actually hung up, so I know it wasn't me. Talking there, you are. are you online? Talk Emmanuel. It's probably somebody on hold. Hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. You know, but that's that's a tip, that's a typification of how the, the the negative spirit works when you become. I see that because I was we was just getting into some real stuff just a few minutes yeah, ago. Yeah. And, and um, it yeah. was important because we needed to be able to understand these things seriously right. but but you um, sometimes we deal with uh, principalities beyond our our knowledge and understanding yes you know? and it will use anything and everybody or whatever to suppress that truth yes ma'am <laughs> um <laughs> i'm trying to think of who it could possibly be is it uh brother trayvon are you on yes i'm i, I am on Okay, Brother Gavin, are you on? Brother Gavin. Brother Gavin? I don't think he's on, but um, uh, I can try to call him on the other line. I can... Uh, let's see. But if you, go on, if you go on the other line, won't let me that know you even louder? Okay, it wasn't... It wasn't New York. Everybody might be either to hang up and dial back in. I know it yeah. wasn't New York City, New York. That wasn't it. Okay. Uh, everybody just hang right. up and dial back in. I'll hold. The, I'll hold it up. Okay. Okay. We'll dial. We'll dial back in. Is everybody back on? <laughs> yeah. Wow, this is really not cool. Who just called Who just crossed over? Hello? Hello? Yeah, Hello? hold on. Stop. I'm trying to figure out who who has the background noise. Uh well it all kept on going and and and, and uh, only one that was left out here was me in uh Minnesota. But you know, I, I think I know who it was, Brother Gavin. Are you on? Brother have, Gavin. We have West Michigan, North Georgia, Southwest Georgia, New Jersey, 
uh, Ontario and Minnesota, you and I. Okay, so it's either Brother Gavin or Brother Emmanuel. Brother Emmanuel, are you on? It was me. I, I got background noise. I was on the phone with three. <laughs> oh, man. man. Said, oh, my God. God. We can get you. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> <Back on. laughs> I'm going to mute my phone. No problem. Oh, man. Okay. Now. <laughs> okay. Now, everybody. Hey, 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 this is that Costa Rica lifestyle, man. They didn't have oh, fun wow. out here. Oh, hey, brother. How, did you, how, was your, how did your arrival go, brother? Were you, did you get okay? Every, everything's been wonderful here, man. It's, every the deal is done. Everything just went smoothly. Operating to the most high. Hallelujah. So I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of celebrating right now. So praise the Lord. It's awesome, brother. It, it, it's wonderful. It's beautiful down there too, isn't it? Oh, 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 oh! That's all I can say. Oh man, I got to make it. Oh, oh. Yeah, everything's just great out here, like. And, and nature, is all in fun with everything. So it just, oh, it, it just feels, it feels great. Yeah. That's beautiful. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm so, going to mute this phone. <laughs> no problem, brother. And, and thank you for keeping us updated. I think that's, you know, that definitely is tremendous. You know, if anybody's not familiar, brother, um, Brother Emmanuel had journeyed down to Costa Rica to acquire land uh, back in 2013. Yeah, I think it was 13. And um, Brother Priest also uh, made mention a couple of weeks ago that we would be uh, revisiting the conversations about uh, casting lots for the land Mm -hmm. uh, that is. So um, we'll speak on that later when he's here. But just so you know, everybody knows is that the the topic that Ima um, Yarus and I was speaking on in regards to you know this government and how they you know function is you know these are things that we should consider you know consider all possibilities, but you know consider the possibilities without being afraid because at this point we don't really have anything to be afraid of. We as long as we practice those laws, statutes, and commandments that set forth you know, by us, by our ancestors, and for us to follow, we cannot go wrong, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, pertaining to that San Bernardino shooting, it's like another false flag. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it, it's just ridiculous. I guess they had to add more people in the shooting this time. Sixteen mm-hmm. people got shot. So, um, it's all cool. Mm-hmm. It's all cool. They're going to do what they want to do. We'll hear about another false flag operation pretty soon. So just sit back. You know, everybody just kind of just keep doing what they're doing in their studies, and we'll be fine. Anybody else have any other uh, topics that they want to put on the table? Anybody? No, sir. I have to be uh, exiting the call. I'll, give, I'll see y'all uh, later, Nation. No problem, brother. No see problem. you Sunday. Yes, ma'am. Oh, yeah. Shalom.
Oh, for on the record, I did. Um, I just wanted to make mention, Ema Yaru, that I did. I was able to post the link for Sister Soldier's new book in the Good. university in the site log. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a new um, book coming out. I think. Oh man, the title escapes me. Mm-hmm. However, you guys, uh, brothers and sisters, you know, you can check it out um, if you guys are avid, you know, reader or if you are a particular fan of her, you know, of her works. I mean, everybody knows that the sister is um, very outspoken, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she has a, a real warrior spirit about her. Um, and uh, we was made mention on the newsroom uh, just Sunday past, you know, how her books are a requirement at certain mm-hmm. universities, which mm-hmm. I think was phenomenal, you know, mm-hmm. You know, that's that's extreme, you know, but um, just whenever you guys get a chance, just check out the uh, link, see if it's to your liking, and, you know, just check out the sister's book. Um, on that note, I'll open up the floor again for any topics that anyone has, um, and you can state your name for it on the record. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I know that um, what is it? Uh, but this is December, and I know that you know we have brothers and sisters who you know be, I guess you could say, casting votes if they haven't already done that. No, that's the electoral college will be casting the votes for uh, vote this December, right? Even Yaruf. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because the voting, you know, for citizens or whatever, that was in November. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, just making sure. Well, at the end of the day, <laughs> um, you know, these things are coming to pass. Uh, we may see a new president. Uh, well, we're going to see a new president, but we probably may see our first new uh, female president, if you will. And uh, it ain't going to come as a shocker because, I mean, I mean, that the way this government is looking, <laughs> I guess with the female at the front will probably work to his advantage. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, oh, another thing. Emilia Roof, did you hear that the uh, one had, uh, is now recognized by the International Monetary Fund as a um, – I think it's a reserve currency or something like that. Yes, they, you know, they, but they've been working on it ever since 2013. And then, of course, you know, you have those states like the BRICS that are, yeah. are, are yeah. uh-huh. They did, they, they created a bank, you know, not too long ago. And have you ever heard of the America, 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 America or American rule, some kind of currency, American, I got to look it up, but, uh, yeah, they're on the scene. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're out there. I saw something. Uh, I was trying to watch some TV last night. I I really tried to. Um, there was an episode of South Park. I don't know why, but I turned on South Park. But it so happened that this episode was talking about China taking over the United States. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and they were basically uh Carmen was like, We gotta we can't let these terrorists take over our country. We gotta form some type of alliance and, you know, uh, you know, fight against these terrorists and all of these other different things. And I just got them thinking to myself, yeah, they're putting this stuff out there and they're promoting this type of thinking in these cartoons, but what they're not promoting in the cartoons, at least not all of them. Well, some of them are telling the truth. Some of them are, you know, letting know, you know, letting the people know that the government is a fraud. Right. You know, right. Uh, they're letting the you know people know that you know we're our government owes China billions, no trillions of dollars in debt. You know, and these are some of the things you know that they're promoting in you know these cartoons. But I just thought that it was funny that in that same cartoon they didn't say. Well, the United States, you know, actually owes China. Well, of course, I didn't finish the 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 uh, that particular program because after that, I just didn't see no need to watch it. I mean, they pretty much put in there China is going to, you know, mm-hmm. uh, be taking over America pretty soon, which is something that has been in uh, circulation since what two thousand and one, maybe early nineteen nineties, not maybe nineteen nineties, but definitely early 2000s because everybody, or at least the government, was aware that China was uh, beginning to emerge in terms of economic power. And then later on down the line, sometime between 2011, 2012, maybe 2013, he superseded America as a super, or maybe a superpower, not necessarily a superpower, but in terms of economic power. They superseded them. So, hey, I mean, it's pretty much clear what's going on with that. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I just wanted to keep an update because I saw it on, you oh. know, a show. Well, you know, uh, uh, President Clinton went over there and talked China free trade. And, of course, it took him about 15, 16 years. But he went over and talked them free yep. trade. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he did that in 1993 to 2001. He went over there and he set them up like that. You know what? I got a question for you, Ema. Mm-hmm. I was just sitting here thinking cause I was explaining this to a couple of students in the class last night, mm-hmm. how it's important to not only just look, when you're looking at this particular government, mm-hmm. you also pay attention to their downfall. Right. Because it's, you're going to see, in some aspects, you're going to see our government. Right the history of our government and how it failed, what what may or what theories may have been put out there, you know, that says that we failed as a superpower mm-hmm. or as a world superpower, how the Moorish Empire, you know, failed at that particular mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. what types of commerce we were involved in that caused us to fall as a superpower, and what after we see these things and observe these things, you know, what we should definitely not be doing once we become a reemerging superpower. How do you feel about that? Like, how do you feel about looking at what's going on with the United States and seeing us, the, the nation of Israel, as a superpower, Mm-hmm. Under the guise of the Moorish Empire, that that was, 
Mm-hmm. How do you see it keeping up with their shortfalls or their shortcomings and reflect on uh, or reflect our past? What do you think about that? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, everything with the creator, he repeats himself, and he yes, has ma'am. a pattern to all things, so everything is patterned after him. He repeats himself, and history repeats itself. Everything repeats itself. Have you ever just sometimes felt like, you know, you it was deja vu, you did that, you know? And, and back yeah. then, we taught our very ones that are in power now all of this information in the, the uniform commercial code known as the Hebrew commercial code back then, we taught them everything that they're doing now. So if you reflect back, they're doing, uh, the, the beast in corporate here, you know, they're doing the same thing. Uh, Clinton, he went over and signed the China trade bill back then into law. And that's what gave them the up on a lot of things that we're doing. So don't it kind of reflect, uh, it's a repeat of what history has done on our situation, when we started being idolaters and turning our ourselves away from the Most High, well, you know they're doing the same thing. They're allowing everything to go down, and they're turning themselves away from, you know, that very nature of the Scriptures. And, mm. and look what's happening. So China, who they're training, which is another race of people, they're going to take over. But yep. I think, I, you know, going back and looking, Starting like around 2012-13, I noticed that China had a lot of, um, I don't know, how, how would you say it, a lot of things that was going on in their own minds, in their own country, that they wanted to implement for the whole world. And one of them was to make sure that people are fed and this, that, and other. Now, I hear, you hear a lot of, of crap about what's going on over in China and what they're doing to the people and everything, but I got a cousin over right now. I know people over in China right now. So... All the stereotyping that goes around, it keeps the people confused, and they don't really see the true upside of anything. So I think yes, that what they're dishing is what we had dished, and they're going to get the same, you know, punishment that we got. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why they're doing mm-hmm. everything that they can to suppress that, that very moment when it actually is going to do it subtly, but uh, instantly. You know, I mean, they're going to, because China, somebody's got to come and take that place. And so when people yeah. set that up back then, and t- he went over there literally and taught them about trade. He signed it into law, and they've been going ever since. You know, so people yeah, uh-huh. look that up, they'll see see the, see the comparison, I mean, the similarities of what happened to us in our year. That's a good insight. I, you know what I, I kept thinking about uh, the story of um, the story of Esther, and um, mm-hmm. thinking about how the Persian king uh, was it Cyrus, if I'm not mistaken, how when uh, he was in rulership, he you know helped us to or he granted us the right to go back and restore mm-hmm. the temple, and I just thought like man. You know, could that be a situation where China may come in and, you know, say, well, we're going to sit in as the government over here in this corporation, but we're going to allow these people who are the original Israel to go back and set up uh, set They're not going to have no Israel. choice. They're not going to have no you, choice. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think that, but that would, you know what, that, I think that's beautiful because as you stated before you said all of that, you said that the Most High repeats himself. Mm-hmm. And it, it would just be interesting to see that happen again. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think that would be, I think that'd be beautiful only because you can see the scripture mm-hmm. <laughs> before yeah, your eyes are repeated now, you know. Right, that's I right. I think that'd just be cool. Are they not schematics? 
Yeah, they are okay. Semitic. Okay. No, so no, aren't, serious, aren't the Syrians Semitic? Yep. Okay, you know, and oh, other, so and, and Obama's saying, hey, to these states, you better let them in. That's against the law not to. So you right. see what, do you see the pattern there? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, ma'am. I, I think someone was going to say something uh, while you were talking. Yes, yeah, so Andrew, I just asked if you could repeat that question once more. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to hear the question thoroughly. Oh, yeah. I had, um, I had asked Ima Yaru. Because uh, I was telling her about that story in regards to uh, um, Queen yeah. Esther and uh, the king of Persia, Cyrus, who had uh, gave us, who granted us the right to go back and rebuild the temple. Mm-hmm. You remember that, brother? Brother yes, Andrew, do. you don't remember that? Uh, um, I was that wasn't with Esther, but I hear what you're saying. I mean, I, now, don't get me wrong. That's not in the book of Esther. I, I just thought about Esther, but I think that's in the book of Ezra and Nehemiah, or Ezra and Nehemiah. You can read about that in Ezra and Nehemiah. But um, I just thought that that would be interesting to see repeated again because it would further, you know, it would further confirm what Ima Yaruk was saying that the Most High is always concurrent in his patterns and that everything that he does is consistent, especially when it comes to these to these prophecies that people seem to just think does not exist. <laughs> and they think that because you don't see David, you don't see Jacob, oh, this isn't spiritual. Yeah, but it's commercial, and it will be carried out because mm-hmm. commerce is spiritual, and they've been doing it since the beginning of time. I mean, that's why... You've been able to see these patterns and these metaphysical these uh, patterns that are metaphysical as well. You you even our roof know what I'm talking about because she's good mm-hmm. at that metaphysics stuff. Yeah, so she yeah. sees it very clearly and she knows that it you know by observing these patterns you can clearly see these things. But I just brought up the notion that China may do it only because. They do recognize our plight here in the United States, and they have said that I think in 2014 how they were really disgusted when they observed the human the human rights report that was given from the United States and talked about how they were disgusted by how the United States treated us. So they they know. You know, they you, know, know. you know how ironic it is how the fact that, for example, U.S. United States, everybody knows that this whole climate change thing is getting out of hand, but at the same time, a lot of people are just jumping on the bandwagon because they realize that they could get a lot of recognition, fame, and make some profit out of it. But at the same time, um, for, a while, for a while, the message has been passed on, no, that China has been foreclosed and China has taken over, so forth and whatnot. And I hear a lot of people asking questions about, you know, um, working to be more sustainable or working to try and take care of the climate, take care of the environment, and even Obama passing, making statements to, to contractors and businesses saying that we'll fund you about, uh, we'll fund you around a million dollars if you're able to clean up the carbon that's being emitted and so mm-hmm. forth and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And when you check it out, no, 
it, realistically, if you look at it thoroughly, you realize that, okay, you know what? China has already implemented those kind of laws within their areas in China. So <laughs> U.S. is now just solely um, acknowledging, well, from what I see, U.S. is just solely um, pretty much, in a sense, declaring that they're subjecting themselves under the jurisdiction that China is intended and we're going to be implementing on into the near future because regardless if they do it now, U.S. does it now, or when China starts implementing their actions and their and their and their enterprises, it doesn't make a difference. But it's going to happen inevitably. But even though China is the one implementing it, it's still according to the will of the Mosai and his deeds. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. That's all that matters. And that's the beauty. We're up, but we're claiming that we're, you know, a theocracy. You know what that means. So, mm-hmm. you know, if we walk under that banner, which he, he said he would provide for us, mm-hmm. then, you know, we really basically don't have nothing to worry about. You know what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. And China, knowing that that we are of that shamanic tribe too, and are the twelve tribes of Israel, you know, and they're shamanic. I mean, you know, come on, the bloodline is there, so yep. you know that blue blood is there. So you know, I mean, there has been painted a stereotype of all all races, you know, except for that one race. It's always been stereotyped down the line, and it's for the because they fear. They are in fear, you know. I mean, you can see yeah, it every day with what they're implementing. So I agree with the brother and you, too. I think that, you know, history repeats itself. It has to because if you start and make a circle at one point and you go from that point, I'm not saying a spear or a globe. I'm saying a circle, which can be 2D. You start at one point and you draw around and make that complete circle. Where does it reach? Where does it go to? It goes back to the starting point. Exactly. And we know, according to the scriptures, that negative, that old spirit or that old dragon, Lucifer himself, was cast down. That's that number six. He was cast down, but he can't go back up, you know. And uh, uh, the figure of the Most High is that figure eight or that infinity figure. So it's a, up, a, a, descending, a, a descending, ascending. And, you know, we descended. We, you know, it's a perfect example is down there in the wilderness, you know, when they was down there in Egypt. Didn't they go down into Egypt? Were put in bondage, but they rise back up out of that. That was a descending and ascending. When you get on a plane, it's a, a, a round trip. You go when you come. So it's, it, you know, the, the same way with life itself in rulerships, dictatorships, or what monarchies, piratry, all that, it has to take and go just the total opposite of what it was. And we did teach them, uh, uh, according to, you know, what we've learned, you know, the international bankers, they, they, they got this knowledge, and they're running stuff. They are running things because it has to be so, according to the will of the Most High. But in time, all of that's going to change back to the original state that it was in, the Alpha and the Omega, you know? Yes, yes ma'am. That's, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and, if I, and if I can uh, add on to that, you know, um <laughs> I'm going to give a little scenario um, of what happened uh, in, in my life today. Today I, had to, today I went by a meeting. Um, um, I went by a meeting. As a matter of fact, I'll check it. I don't mean to hold up your time because I don't know if you got your class to attend on to if you was going to mention that. You was gonna yeah, it's 9 o'clock. I think he just... I'll check it. You there? Yes, sir. I'll, I'm sorry. I was on mute. I just looked down at the phone 
I didn't realize it was that time. I apologize, brothers and sisters. I um will be uh actually I'll be seeing if I have a, a meeting at this particular point. Um, I will uh, see you guys Thursday, next Thursday, um, and we'll uh, meet back here again at seven o'clock. I love you guys. Thank you guys. See you Sunday. Yes, ma'am. I sure know. I'm coming Sunday. All right. And, again, email your roof. I don't know if you got my email or not, my, well, my text message to you when I was telling you that Brother Priest had gave you accolades for uh, holding down the uh, administ- that, that missions Aww. department. Yes, ma'am. He spoke very highly of you. I so, appreciate I, that. It's like I didn't know if you were on here when I called uh, no. Roll or whatever, no. but he did. Well, I certainly appreciate that. He, that's awesome. And yes, you know, we got more work to do. <laughs> yes, ma'am. We, yes, ma'am. That's what we're here for. Brother Andrew, I will be yielding the fort to you, brother, um, if you would so, you know, duly um, accept. Not a problem, brother. I'm, however, I'm not going to be out much longer, so. Okay, I, no I, problem. I'm going to be, yes. All right, brother, man. Yes, sir, brother. I truly appreciate it. I love you, brother. And shalom, shalom. Shalom. Shalom, brother. Shalom, Ema. Shalom. Yes, uh, you know, um, as Ema made mention that it's inevitable that it has to fold right back on into the manner on how the Moser originally said it from the very beginning, and it will. And anybody who's um, going to be in disagreement, there's no need to fight for us you know, or puff up against them because they disagree. And, you know, you can disagree with somebody in a respectable way. And um, I know that until the people them start to realize that they cannot, until the other nations start to realize what is the power of the Mosai and how he operates and acknowledge that, then they're going to continue on doing what they're going to do. And whether if they benefit from it, um, everything has everything has a starting point and an ending point, as Ima Yaru just made mention. Mm-hmm. But you know, one has to be origin. Uh, one has to be realizing when the starting point is, mm-hmm. and you know the results that came from the starting point and what made it that starting point. You know, because the most is the beginning of everything, and he ain't got no beat. You know, he 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 was here from the very beginning. We just yeah. came like that. He's eternal. Exactly. You know, even like um, today, I had to, today I, I, I was requested, somebody sent me some information that they wanted me to go to some meetings mm-hmm. and meet some, um, you know, just, just meet some new people, converse with some different people, hear of some uh, different different business plans and hear of different uh, uh, innovations that are being, that are going to be happening in the future with different Technologies pertaining to what I'm studying, and um, I went, you know, and I had I already had a mindset of what it was gonna be, the type of environment that I was gonna be encountering myself in. Uh, I had I already had that kind of mindset. I had I knew that I was gonna be encountering um, Caucasian individuals, um, rich class individuals, individuals that have businesses, many different businesses, um, in different nations operating out at the same time currently. And I knew what I was going there for, and that didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, 
And I'm just thankful to the most high because I told my counselor, I said, you know what? I'm going to go on up today. And I'm going to give it a listening ear what it is I hear. And based upon what I hear, I'm going to ask my questions. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask my questions confidently and boldly. Um, think before I ask, and just speak my mind. Don't care about, do not care about what it is that they see or do not care what it is or how they, how, 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 how I, um, I should not truly respond about how they look upon me and the way how I speak or what it is that they hear from my, my talks. But at the same time, just be respectable. Ask my question, know what I'm asking, and so forth and whatnot. And what I went to, um, there's this place called a Metro Toronto Convention Center. The place is huge. Wow. I had no idea. I swear unto you, I felt like I was in the United Nations. The place had like six, seven floors. It was huge. The entire place, I looked it on the map. I actually was trying to find a parking spot from, from, my, from my Google map. And I couldn't find it from off the Google map because the place is so huge. I was trying to find a street, and the entire building is the entire block. So I was like, oh, my goodness, this place is ridiculously large. And as I got in there, I started um, here. I got in there late, um, but the computers didn't start on time, and they were speaking, and then they were asking questions, and they had us ask some questions. And I started to see that I could count. I was there all day from 10:30 until about night, and I could count all the, um, the you know the the, the colored people, uh, the Negro people I see, right? All the people that were of that looked like me. I could see, I can count all of them on one hand that I seen all day. I was there from 10:30 and I left at five, and I could count all the people that looked like me on one hand. And there was a lot of people on all six floors. Wow. Everybody was in suit and tie, dresses, and, you know, having a professional look with their smartphones and walking briefcases. And me, I was just in my sweater, my jeans pants, and my Adidas sneakers. And I was walking with my, um, my laptop bag, and I felt good. I felt good because I know what I was there for. I was getting results upon what I was there for. And really, simply, I didn't see nobody and hear nobody until I was trying to see somebody or somebody asked me a question and I gave them the response. But um, it just really, it, it, it really kind of, I'm, I'm saying this because I realized that when I started to speak unto these people um, that had these big money and these big scholarships and so forth and whatnot, I started to realize that they're just regular people. Mm-hmm. They work. They worked. You know, they're not no different from me or different from um, anybody that I'm conversing with on the phone um, in this nation call. Apart from the fact that they don't necessarily haven't had the opportunity to be to be having the love of the most that's shown unto them through brothers and sisters. However, they work very hard for what they they work very hard. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. They work very hard, you know, putting a lot of hard work, harder work and effort in order to accomplish, you know, their their, their gain. And I'm not saying all of them have, but I know a lot of them have, mm-hmm. because uh, one of them actually had attended to the same school that I attended unto myself, 
same teachers, so forth and whatnot. And I, I, I'm aware of the fact that when you can count the amount of people that are there that look like you, you are out in the open. So that which you do, it, it, you're not only doing it because you're there and it's only representing yourself, but it's also an, leaving an example for them that come afterwards. You know, for example, you got people, you know, one of the speakers was an individual that went to the college that I am going to right now. Mm-hmm. So any individual that comes after him and that has, is, is coming from the college that he went to, they're going to be looking upon the example that he had left because he came from that college. And then if, if I'm going to come afterwards, we look at some example that I had left. Now, this is not to say that I'm better than any other individual or we as a, as a nation is better than any other individual, but it just really hurts me that I, 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 I don't see my people there. They don't, they don't even seek to get in those places like that. And if you do try to get in those places like that, they want to bash you down, saying you become an Uncle Tom, saying you mm-hmm. selling up your people because mm-hmm. you want to try and better yourself and better your people, you know. But um, essentially what I'm saying is when you as an individual know who you are and when you're working towards accomplishing the things that are beneficial not towards you, beneficial for you and your nation, mainly, you, right. you're mainly for the sake of your nation, these other nations then start to give you an ear. Mm-hmm. That's when they that's when they actually start to see you. But until you continue cooling around and doing your performance, they, they 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 actually look at you as if you are transparent. Mm-hmm. They don't even look at you, they look through you when they're talking to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. They you know it's like, ah, yeah, you know what, well, let me give you a card and you call and you never get old. It's like they, 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 don't, they don't treat you as how you're supposed to be treated. And you know what? Essentially, as, as children of the world side, we don't give two wits about what an individual wants to say or how they want to treat us because we're not seeking man's um, accreditation. Right. You know, none at all. We, we know the most is all and all. Yes. Yes, sir. I mean that—that's a, a mouthful because, you know, um, I like the point that you realize and recognize and uh, acknowledge that they're just ordinary people. I had a opportunity to meet James Kleinberg just recently. You know, he's a, a representative of, uh, I think, South Carolina, and uh, you know, talked to him and he signed a book that he had written. You know, and but you know, I noticed just like you said. All the people that were in there, you know, they were lawyers and judges and things of that nature, politicians, but they're all normal, ordinary people with problems. They have to eat. They have to sleep. They have to use the bathroom the same as we do. But ultimately what makes them stand out and different from us is that they strive. You know what I'm saying? They're constantly striving to embedder themselves and all People are not crooked, evil, you know, uh, to that point where, you know, they're doing stuff just outrageously all the time. That's not true. You know, it's just that, you know, they, they have a understanding that, you know, in order to make it in this world, you have to do things to survive, you know. Ordinary people, they're ordinary people. And we need to step up on our game to make sure that we are able to be, you know, in that particular position too. 
where we're out here trying to make things better, not only for us, our families, but for the communities, our nation, the world as a whole. You know, the world don't owe us nothing. We should be asking, what is the world? What do we owe the world? You know, didn't uh, John F. Kennedy say that? Ask not what the world owes you, but what you owe the world, or something of that nature. Hey. You know, we're all put here for uh, to to put to dedicate something to this earth plane until we pass. You know. So um, I agree. It's just a beautiful thing. And then when they see someone, well, how do they act when they see you? How do they act? Well, when they saw me, um, they wanted to know what am I doing there. And then after they asked, they, I told them that, you know, I'm here because I was told to come here because of the And the type of technology that, that we're learning in, in our school. And then they made mention of, oh, so you're actually attending Humber College? In this program, oh, so basically you can you you can start to teach me about all that we're talking to you about. Oh and wow! I said <laughs> I just laughed and I said, you know, that is the hope. That's what I'm hoping to make sure that because that is the hope, and that's mm-hmm. why I'm currently going on and perfecting my knowledge mm-hmm. so that I can come on out and be able to be understanding and implementing what it is that I know. And then, you know, we just started conversing and, you know, they actually, because it was many business, uh, other business owners, a lot of project uh, managers is there as well, property managers, mm-hmm. so forth and whatnot. So they they, they were aware of students going to be there, mm-hmm. but there wasn't a lot of students there. Um, not that I know of, but I know, I know it, was a, it was like a convention that was happening all week and the day that I went. Mm-hmm was a day that not a lot of students were able to make it on, but everybody has different schedules. Right. So, yeah, but, you know, um, as, wow. as, as, far, as far as I can tell, you know what, I, I, remember, huh, I remember seeing some other individuals that looked like me, mm-hmm. and all the other individuals that I saw looked like me, mm-hmm. um, they were all working there. Mm-hmm. And, I say, and, I say, and I say the word working as in, you know, to the language of law, the word work, right? Mm-hmm. They were all work. Like, I remember one day, one guy was actually, he was, everybody that was coming down the escalator, mm-hmm. he was greeting every single individual. Mm-hmm. And, and I see this a lot of times. Mm-hmm. He was greeting every, like he had his hair in the ponytail. Like, I, I actually read the guy because I seen the man, I look like me, he has his, he has his actual hair in the ponytail. All right, I give him ratings for him growing his hair and still being able to come out in the open and be himself. Right. But I, I realized that um I realized that he was greeting everybody. Hello, hi, how you doing? I hope you enjoy the ability show. And then <laughs> when I walked on by, he just looked he, he didn't even look at me. Mm. What? He didn't even look. Yeah, he didn't even look at me. Like I'm not offended. I actually um, I kind of picked it up that it was going to happen before it happened. Those things happen regularly down here, especially when you're in that area. It, it happens. So I wasn't offended by it, and it, 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 it happens. But then later on, I, like about minutes after, I heard, I heard a Caucasian lady walk by the guy and say she also worked there. She walked by the guy and said, you know, you shouldn't be here. You know, honestly, you're you're too good for this. You should be an actor. Mm. I was like, my goodness. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like, like, like when I heard that, what came to my mind is like, yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Note to self, one more reason to press on. Mm-hmm. Because those things, ah, those things that is really, uh, those things really bother me. Because at the end of the day, you know, even if me and him are not in this, if me and him are not in agreement, and I don't know him, and he don't know me, mm-hmm. that that still could be my brother. Right. Straight right. Up. right. You know, um, that you know, he got to go home and tell his mother, his loved one, how his day went, and. Uh, you know that's not something you want to end up telling anybody. Mm-hmm. You, know, you want to be able to come home. You want to be able to go and meet your partner and say to them, you know what? I had a great day. My day was an increasing day. You know, it was edifiable. It made me feel good. I'm I'm excited to go back tomorrow. Blah blah so forth and whatnot. Nothing but good news. Mm-hmm. Not the great thing. Who wants to wake up in the morning and know that you're gonna be going out there and facing things that is gonna Break down your spirit, and you're supposed to automatically take that and just put on a smile like you're a mobile clown. Like mm-hmm. that's not that's not living. Mm-mm. You know that's that's not living. That's just existing. You just happen as a robot, pretty much, right? Yeah. Wow. Um, that's deep. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. What? How does he feel when he goes home at the end of the day? You know, that's the most important thing. And, you know, and everybody knows how their soul feels when they do something, you know, or don't do something. You know, that's a beautiful thing, though, that you recognize that and see that. Uh, I think New Jersey's on here. New uh, Brother Trevon, you still on? Shalom, yes. Yes, I'm still on. Yeah, you uh, I, uh, yeah I had a question to ask you. I, um... um how can we reach you through the um, the university? Are you is there a way of um, reaching the you through the university? Okay. The messaging. The messaging. Oh, okay, because you know I, I went on to see the seat of thought mm-hmm. and um, get and I, the seat of thought one hundred two mm-hmm. and um, I, I just see all the participants, but I didn't see you on there, so I'm just okay. Go to. Um... Uh, you can go to, uh, what is that, Game Room or either YouTube, and then hit on Participants. Everybody should be seen on that. Oh, you mean uh, on on Game Room? Uh-huh. Go to Game Room or YouTube, and then you can pull up all the participants. Hit Participant over on the right, and then it'll show you all the people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I hit Participants, but I didn't see your, your, your name um, appeared there. Under Seed. Under C, okay. Let me let me go. Yeah, but try here. try YouTube or uh, whatever, you know. Try YouTube okay. or either. Uh, uh, um, what is it? Uh, uh, Andrew, I want to let you know I got your information. If you want to send your concert's information, you know, or anybody else, you know, just to send it to me. But I got your information. Okay. Um, yeah, I was actually gonna hold off on that because. The reason why I'm going to hold off on that, I was actually expecting that there was going to be, like, a process after all the, um, I guess, men were supposed to have their information being uh, reviewed. Then you would request to have the, the rest of their uh, offsprings or concerts. Yeah, the yeah. Well, that's for Chronicles anyway. So, you know, yeah, that'd be fine. All right. Okay. So. Um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, brother, did you see it? You go to, uh, you can go up there in courses and pull up YouTube or, uh, have you had that problem, brother Andrew, you know, where you can pull up, uh, participants? 
Um, no, not not that I know of. Um, it was in the past. Every time I went to go look for a member, I was able to find them. I haven't looked for anybody in a while, though. Yeah, he kind of changed. I think it's changed up a little bit. You know, you might not be able. What about you, brother? How you coming on it? Okay, I see it. I see it right now. I just okay. You know what? I went somewhere else. I went into the Seed of Thought 102, and I saw the participants in that class. But I didn't. I didn't go to the green room. But I okay. see you now. Yeah. I so was that's gonna, you, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's where you can get in touch. You know, really email message anybody that's going in somewhere like that. You know. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I, I was going to send you that information that okay. um, Brother Cruz was telling us to send to you. Okay. And um, um, I was, I was going to send it off to your personal email. I didn't know if that was okay or not. Do it Do it through the university for, for the safe side of it. Just do it through the university and the messaging. That would be probably be better right now because Brother Priest is working on getting a um, one that you can actually send it to that will come directly to us, you know, with all protection of privacy. So right now okay. it, it would be protected in the messaging in the university. It would be better. Everybody else is doing it that way, and it's more convenient for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank That'll you. That'll work. Yes, sir. All right. And uh, everything else is going good. Uh, 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 I mean, uh, Gavin was telling me that you guys were meeting on Wednesday, and uh, so I was telling him that, you know, Sunday, we normally meet on Sundays, but if y'all got the number and everything, you know, we can get together. That'd be fine, whatever, you know. Okay. Yeah, we, we're we planning on meeting after Shabbat, you know. Um, on Saturday or Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday or? This, um, this Saturday, you know, um, evening um, around like 7.30, 8 p.m., And um, we were just gonna um, we can uh, we can give you a call as well too, and then um, run it by you. We um, on the on the eleventh we were gonna have an interview. We we already draft uh, like some questions of the things that we were gonna ask the artists. But um, I'm gonna see if I can send it to you as well too, so you can review it and see if it's okay and everything like that. Are you still there? Trevon, I'm sorry, my phone. Brother Trevon, I'm sorry, my phone had hung up. That one went out on me. I I didn't get to catch what you were saying. <laughs> oh no, not a problem. I um, we're gonna have a we're gonna have an interview on with um one of the artists, the the band director, mm-hmm. and um in in about two weeks. Okay. And um, I had like a list of questions and how we're gonna um, and what type of questions to ask. And I was just gonna run it by you to see if it was okay. okay. So you take a okay. look at it. Well, well. you talk, you want to meet that Wednesday or that Sunday? Because I mean, this Wednesday thing is new to me. So um, mm-hmm. Gavin said that uh, Anisha, you all had the. I don't know if it's the conference number. I don't know how y'all gonna meet, but uh, it, you know, just give me the information. If not, I'll see, you know talk to you guys Sunday. Either one, you know, just give me the information and let me know, and then we'll get together okay. and and go over okay. it. Yeah. I, I think that'll be the easiest way to submit it to me if y'all going to meet up, you know, because like I was telling Brother Gavin, you know, Ruth and I are over news as well as the interviewers to make sure that everything is on mark and in compliance and in unison to shoot back to Brother Priest. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, 
so everything will fall in place, you know. But it's fine with me. I mean, if everybody agrees upon that, you know, and Ruth can get in there, that would be fine. I mean, yeah, let's do it. Let's see what we need to do, you know. That would be good. Okay. Yeah. All right. You got any other questions for Brother Andrew and I? Because I know he's getting ready to go, and my phone went out on me, and this one, I'm not going to be on it long. So you got anything else you want to shoot? Um, you know, I just want to say to Brother Octrivan that, you know, it's, it's well, let me just say on to the nation, you know, all the members that are taking part in the entertainment and, you know, the news and the interview and things of that sort, especially the interview, I, I want to say I, 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 you know, operate to the most I, yes. you know, I, I applaud yes. you brothers and sisters taking in part of that because, you know, when you ask individual artists, excuse me, Yeah, when you ask individual artists that are about, you know, you know, when you're interviewing them and you're asking them certain questions, you're actually getting into the mind of the artist and you're actually having the artist express their mind mm-hmm. and they're doing, when they're doing that, they're showing that, you know what, this thing called music, we're actually standing upon that which is mm-hmm. music, not just um, something thrown together and you're entertaining people like you're some circus act, you know, um, like, 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 you know, names are, um, words are, you know, certain titles mean certain things. So you're not going to call a rock star a rapper. You're not going to call a singer a rapper. You're not going to call a R&B, uh, you know, you're not going to give these people names. And nowadays, you, I don't know, I'm not dissing no other artists or anything like that, but, like, people like um, Amigo Brothers. I don't know if you guys know them, Rachavon, if you know them, even I really know them, but, you know, they're entertainers. Mm-hmm. They're hip-hop artists. They're not rappers. Okay. And you can't judge hip-hop artists as rappers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and that's what happens in many different areas. You know, you got people that are judging um, people's character off of what it's perceived but they never put themselves in that category or that title, mm-hmm. you know. And so yeah. I, I, I want to say I applaud you guys for doing that because that's really, it's really centralizing and bringing a lot of things of worth on the table up front for, mm-hmm. for what it is, our praise the most high. Mm-hmm. And thank you for that because, you know, um, I devised or, uh, up a, it's called a, IVP interviewers viewpoint and that's one of the things that's on here uh it says always review beforehand any information about your interviewee if at all possible you know and genre would be in that because on their other form the iff form which means the interviewers format form you'll have down there you'll have all these checklists of things and one is um the date, location, time, you know, and their name, your name, and their genre, gospel, soul, R&B, hip-hop, country. And I stress that that is important because, you know, how you, you know, first of all, we must respect our, you know, interviewees. You know, we must respect them at all times because that is what reflects upon us, and that's what's going to increase our revenue. And then also to be courteous towards your interviewees. You know what I'm saying? Those are things that were on that list. And mainly, like Brother Priest said tonight, do not get private with you know, uh, you, you know, with each other. So don't get private with the interviewees unless they bring it up. So yes, that, that definitely is a good point, Brother. Um, that you make sure that you know each one of the interviewers make sure that they know 
what category these people are in. Because, you know, I mean, people are very sensitive about who they are, their talents, their business, their, you know, their skills and stuff. And they want you to be specific in, you know, how you approach them and label them. I agree with that. Thank you so much. You know, that's a beautiful thing to, you know, realize. And, and I know brothers, the brothers and sisters are, are on top of it. You know, I really, and I appreciate them for doing what they do. And that's a job. You know, it's going to be a good one. It'll be a good mm-hmm. one. Uh-huh. You know, that, that too, interviewers, interviewers <laughs> that, that's a difficult thing. You know, you, you know that's, that, that's not easy. You've got mm-hmm. to the, ask intelligent questions without mm-hmm. uh, trying to offend. And mm-hmm. a lot of people get offended <laughs> mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. 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 Right, right, right. And that's another thing. See, because I put it, uh, it, we got it on here. Uh, it's very stressed, like, you know, uh, you know what was it? I said, uh, you know, it's good to when you when you speak to also to work with your tone or your voice. But you know, going up, you got to remember individual souls feel your feel your demeanor and how you speak, especially your tone and your pace and your speaking and how relaxed you are. You know, they pay attention to that type of thing. And if they if they appreciate it and they they you enjoy what you're doing and you make it good, the interview good, then that's gonna be beneficial to you, them, the nation, uh, commercially so as well. You know, but our pitch, our tone our breathing, our sounds, our habits, but most important, you know, our courteousness. And like you said, yes, do your research on these people as much as you can on them. And the more information you have on them, the more it kind of like, well, how would you say it, Brother Andrew, uh, pulls them in, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, because all it's people true, want it's true. important. <laughs> it's, true. Yeah. Well, it's true. Even, you know, it's, it's very uh it's very true, you know, because even the Messiah, there's, I can't remember the scripture, but it's somewhere in the scripture where it says, um, it's talking about money. You know, it's saying the Messiah said unto them, um, you will have, I'm going to paraphrase, you will have friends when you have money, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the same time, in order for you to have money, you got to know the value of money and know how mm-hmm. to utilize that value and when to utilize that mm-hmm. value and make other people see those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if they see that you could utilize the value of money and know when to, and then they'll be like, you know what? If I have money problems, I can go to even Yaru. She knows mm-hmm. how to utilize the value of my money. And exactly. I, as, as I can't utilize it in the way how it should be, I'm going to ask for some pointers. Right. So what does she think of this? Or maybe after Bond, he might be able to help me on up with that and so forth and whatnot. So more definitely, you know, you want to be able to be considerate of what they see valuable, but at the same time, show, um, not show them, but let them show you with their own words. Just have, you know, just ask them questions and let them show you the, their value and just make them kind of drive, you know, make them, well, be the operator of, 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 their, of, their, of their passion. Yeah, I think that's why we always have, it's on there. Always review beforehand any information about your interview, if at all possible, like their accomplishments, their songs, their poems, business works they have done, and their activities in the community, and their future goals. And the reason for that, this is the objective and aim for us is to involve our interviewees in our nation, again, as a future avenue for conducting commerce and acquiring revenue, and also involving, uh, involve uh, or challenge your interviewer in a mild manner, you know, in a mild manner way, never to forceful, never forceful, but in goals involving the people, particularly children, the community, locally, nationally, and internationally, if time permits. You know what I'm saying? Don't that make sense, Brother Andrew? 
Absolutely, absolutely. You know, because you wanna uh, individuals like challenges. Uh, everybody likes challenges, um, but I know people don't like feeling embarrassed or feeling right. like they failed mm-hmm. the challenge mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the public. You know, but mm-hmm. every, everybody likes challenges. Everybody likes everybody likes competition because mm-hmm. competition just shows that mm-hmm. you know you're you're better in yourself than your own mm-hmm. expectations. And when mm-hmm. you can when you could surpass your expectation, mm-hmm. that, you know that's a that's that, that, that's that's a boost for yourself. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yes. And it makes it good, and then and then that sets your confidence even you know higher than 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 what than what it is that you already had it in mind. So mm-hmm. most definitely, you know, I see mm-hmm. I see that that you know having the having the opportunity to interview is mm-hmm. important, but at the same time, you want to be able to let the interviewee. Mm-hmm. See that okay, you know what? Um, yeah, this challenge. I'm gonna take the challenge mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. let them let them come to the understanding of whether if they do good, mm-hmm. if they do bad. It's right. all in good intent. That's exactly. the main thing. All in good intent. Exactly, and, and you know you could do it in like say if you're interviewing. Um, Say you're interviewing someone, you say, you know, and you want to do it in a mild manner. You know, I say, you know, I, I heard, you know, I did a scene where you had done such and such with a group of the children or some. What is your what is your thoughts on the future for you know children or what what could we do to help the children in the you know whatever you know you can go. That's kind of like a challenge, you know. But also, last but not least, the jewel of all of your interview, I'm gonna see what is it. What did I? What is it that uh, was the last jewel? Uh, brother uh, Trevon. Um, at at the end of the uh, of an interview. Yes. Okay. Um, but two I two take two way process. Once you get through with your interview, what is that? What what do you do? What you, what do you do? Well, um, you thanking them for for being here on on the mm-hmm. radio show mm-hmm. and. You can um you um you hope that they come again. Mm-hmm. These are some things that I would say at um at the end of the um right. the right. interview. Now, what do you do after you've gone? They've gone. What is the jewel of all that? What do you do? What what you could follow? What could you follow up with to seal the deal? Mm. And it's number twelve on the form. I don't have this form in front of me, but I don't remember. uh, Just to do a thank you note, thank you letter, or just something simple and short. You know? Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, number 12 says, last but not least, this one is a jewel. After you have interviewed your interviewee within a reasonable time, send them a thank you note of some form. Nothing long or extreme, but a simple thank you. This lets them know that we appreciate their time, talent, Mm -hmm. business, or story, and they will appreciate you and us. Mm. Yeah, they will appreciate wow. you and us because, if I may interject, because they will see that, oh, my goodness, this individual took the time out of their busy day. Exactly. Thank you. That means a lot. You know, yeah. believe it or not, in these days and time, people don't got time. They don't do it. <laughs> you know? They don't do it. Right. <laughs> that means a lot. Uh-huh. 
And, you know, uh, uh, the bank, you know, or some uh, organizations like my hospital, the doctors, my doctors, you know what they do? They send me a thank you note or they send me a birthday, you know, uh, recognition. And believe me, this, you know, I get them sometimes when, you know, I might have a rough day or something that kind of puts a smile on your face. So when you do the interview, you're letting them know when they get that little thank you note that you appreciate them and you really heard them and, you you know, you're really going to put their information out there and you appreciate them. That right there is a jewel. They're going to turn other people on to it. They're going to want right. to come back and do something else. You know, that, like Brother said, there's no gratitude, gratitude, gratitude no more, you know? That's true. That's true. They're also going to acknowledge the authenticity, you know, because, exactly. as, you know, that, I think the old one of one you know one of the I'm gonna say the old school ways, and I don't I don't I'm not really familiar with all this uh, entertainment media stuff, mm-hmm. but um, the old school ways, like mm-hmm. you know, on the uh, nation on the uh, university site, I checked mm-hmm. out some of Bernie Mac's comedian shows, mm-hmm. and they're you know, back in the days, different from modern times, and mm-hmm. you know the, the old comedian shows, the the old ways mm-hmm. were were genuine. Yeah, you know, it wasn't just do this, get on the schedule, do the corner schedule, be on the program, be on time. It wasn't like that. You were Mm-mm. genuine. You would get into to, to, to you would get into actually get be involved with the people and at the same time getting your your, your interviewee or whoever your your, your your the other party is involved as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not only mm-hmm. one part one way, you know. Mm-hmm. you you know, you just yeah, that's what I see. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That's true, and, and and if they're playing real music and real instruments, you really give them, you know, show that gratitude because it's changed now. In old school, brother, like he, like brother said, I mean, you know, the people dress differently. They dress more, uh, 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 you know, formal and not all provocative and everything. I mean, these things you can note and and you can put it in a a a, a creative way, thanking them. You know what I'm saying? You know, we appreciate you and your live band and the the musical instruments, and we appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? That's what we want. That's what we are trying to promote, and we thank you for that beautiful interview. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, this will make you one of the best interviewers on the planet. <laughs> you got to create an atmosphere so that they can feel comfortable to exactly. share more. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, you could come off like that. You know, uh, I'm glad that I'm doing this interview with you because nowadays you can't really find live instrumental artists. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know. Uh, that's for sure. Absolutely right, you must. I, I don't even know. If you, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know if you realize how right you win, but I, I absolutely agree with you, Eva. You know, and 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 Oscar Chivan, okay, the last thing you said. When you said, you know, making them comfortable because you got to remember that these people are just like us. They get nervous too, you know. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you have them, when, 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 when they are in their comfort zone, mm-hmm. then they're just, it's just a conversation and they forget that they're being recorded and they forget mm-hmm. that they can mm-hmm. so really, mm-hmm. It's just a conversation, like body mm-hmm. to body. Mm-hmm. And number six, it says on the form, it says, and this is for the future, you know, members that want to be an interviewer. It says, always help to have a pet peeve. Be warm and exciting, funny, articulate, clear, but clean. And to introduce your interviewee. Have patience with your interviewee because you got to remember, some individual souls talk slow because they think what they will say next. Some talk fast because they think faster than they talk. Some talk with an accent or slang. Some talk low pitch. Some talk high pitch. But always, always pay uh, close attention and listen. Always focus. 
you know, in your mind, you're saying, I'm doing an interview, and I'm interviewing so-and-so, and this is what they're about. Never let your mind drift. You know, you got to really get into practice of that because our minds do trip. And the side note to that is remember individual souls, feel your demeanor and how you speak, you know, how your tone and all that is. And when we talk about tone, the tone of our voice can convey a lot about us, especially our emotions and our moods, as well as, you know, the dictates of our body language. We will, you know, you know, we'll go into that later. But pitch, we rely, we rely on our voices 24-7 to interact with others, right? And a healthy, clear pitch can pave the way for us to dialect with others with ease and clarity. And remember this, brother, brother Trevon, our pitch can be affected by our emotions and moods, and our emotions and moods can be affected by the pitch of our voice. So, you know, you've got to work on all those things. And the, the key to it is... Be comfortable and enjoy doing what you're doing. It'll fall in place. Okay. Yeah. I like I like the thought of that. I honestly do. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's it. Wow. That's it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I like um, that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And that's all. On, that's all on the format. You know, everything that you have to work with your sounds and how your voice and your words are. And then two, the bottom of that list would be habit. You know, are we in the habit of saying, uh, um, you know, and, and you know what I mean, or yep, or you know that's right. You know, we got to, like, I do a lot of you know, you know, because I'm a preacher. I preach all the time. You know what I mean, you know. But cognitively, we have to, if you have to practice, get in front of a mirror and practice and practice and practice. And the questions you have and all that, practice them. And the key to all of it is breathing. Most of, 99.9% of people on this planet, when they came into this world as a baby, they was breathing. We knew how to breathe right. But over time, we stopped learning how to breathe right. You know, so we got to learn how to breathe, do breathing exercises. And, you know, it's it's a lot of key things to that. So I think they'll be all right. I, they follow that format, uh, Brother Andrew. I think they'll be really, really successful in what, you know, and what they need to do. You know what I'm saying? I think they really will. I think they'll be all right. <laughs> I do. And we got that in for, uh, interviewer's format form, that IFF, that they can go by, and I think they'll be okay. I do. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, I have a question. Uh, if um, were individuals specifically chosen to be interviewers? Brother Trevor. Um. Well, yeah, brother, brother Priest. He um, he said he he said uh, yeah he did he did um pick a few of us um brother Gavin and and sister Anicia. Okay. And um, he said that um it would start on December December seventh, right? This coming Monday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he um he asked us to um to work together. You know, since we lived, you know, so close to one another, he asked us, like, you know, almost like the, the breakfast club, mm-hmm. and he asked us just to, to work together on on this project. Mm-hmm. And he uh, had, had, mm-hmm. and he had uh, uh, asked Sister Ati, Ruth, and I to be an overseer of it. So I, I kind of threw these forms together for him. And uh, Brother uh, Trevon, he, you know, he did a a, a bomb short uh, SSR consent form that I like, you know. So, yeah, I mean, but I, I believe that Brother Priest, if if you were interested, Brother Andrew, I believe in your area or something, or even if we do it over the phone, I believe he would take you into consideration. I believe he would like, you know, would appreciate it. 
you know, if you're really I interested. You, I, 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 hear, I hear exactly what you're saying, and um, I think that's wonderful that Brother Priest, you know, actually handpicked, you know, specifically, mm-hmm. specifically selected individuals because he's been in that field for quite some mm-hmm. time, has mm-hmm. everybody, he's made it very clear that that's his primary um, mm-hmm. uh, aim from, from yeah. since he's coming under the nation. He has a lot of experience with it. Mm-hmm. Works with professionals. He's yeah. done business yeah. professionally, so he knows what he's doing, and I'm not denying that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. yeah, and I want to ask Brother Trevon if you get a chance. I lost it. I don't know where it went. And then I download, but I don't know where it's at. The interview that uh, Sister Anisha did. If you get a chance, <laughs> whenever you get a chance to send me that again, I appreciate okay. it. And then I'll, I, I thought I saved it, but I, I don't know what happened to it. You know, you get it. Okay, I'll definitely will send it. I'll, in fact, I'll send it tonight. Okay, I'll okay. send it to you again tonight. And I and I also want to say I appreciate that message that you sent me the other day, that text message. That's a beautiful thing for you to be aware and cognizant. You know, of what you said. I appreciate that. That's a beautiful thing. It's another uh, uh, angel. You know, that's got his wings. <laughs> yes, <to that. laughs> Yes, another angel's got his will. You know, Brother Andrew, you know how we, we come to them revelations of who the Most High is and, you know, I mean, really know he's real. And, I mean, that, you know, they always think it angels are them ghosts that fly around with wings. No, we <laughs> are them angels, you know. <laughs> That's right. That's uh-huh. right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, but you have a deja vu. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. But uh, I think I think it's all headed. Everything that we're doing is headed in the right direction, and the key is for us to just be unified. You know, no one's here to outdo no one. We're here to right. we got we're here to figure out how we can bring some revenue in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, and use everybody and every resource that we can get. You know what I'm saying? Because just think, if 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 all of a sudden you know the ties turn and revenue start coming in, that means equipment. That you can go out and actually, you know, do these videos and, 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 and auditions and interviews. You know, you know, it would be good for equipment. Oh, yeah. That's right. You know, like, I mean, the actual cameras and the actual things that you actually use to interview and have top quality HD uh, material. So that's what we're striving for, and I think y'all got you guys will do a good job. Just tell Nisha or get the information, send it to me when you message me in the university or on my text, and I will meet up when y'all going to meet up. I'll let Ruth know, and then of course Sunday, I I would like for us if we can. I don't think y'all have to do anything this Sunday. Just meet up Sunday after the news, and we'll be all right. Okay. Okay. And yeah, brother I Andrew. Uh huh. I was yeah. going to say I know I know you, brother. This is going to do a well job. I know that for a fact. I'm yes. not even talking on it. Y'all just continue on doing what you're doing. Yes. Y'all continue on um, sharpening up, you know, continue on seeing the little things that you guys are seeing and every single time that you perform your act, just mm-hmm. try to do Get better. Just an inch better. An mm-hmm. inch, uh, a percent better every mm-hmm. single time. Mm-hmm. And you can't go wrong with that as well as consistency at the same mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely, and I think that's one of the most key things. You know, we're, you know, I mean, it's like this. I, you know, because I visualize it like this, man. You know, I'm, I'm in a certain situation, okay, and I know that by the time I blink my eyes, 
I'm past that situation, and I'm saying, wow, that was a challenge or a trip or a road to go, but look, I'm here now. And see, everything we're doing within the next year or so, we're going to be saying, looking back on this and saying, wow, (laughs) we made it. You know? Too far, too far, too far to that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's not that far away. It's not. Mm -hmm. It's really not. We just need the able bodies to, you know, because out in the world, you know how people always, they're talkers, not doers, you know. And we're people in the nation that are doers, you know. And then when when we put ourselves together and this one does that and this one does that, it falls in place and it gives Brother Priest the, the satisfaction to know that his replica himself and in, 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 it was not all in vain. <laughs> right? right. So that's that's the key. We have no animosity, envy, and strive among ourselves. We're saying, hey, I want to work with you or I want to help you and you help me. I mean, it's, just, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fixed fight. If we got the creator on our side, it's a fixed fight at the end of the day. <laughs> right. Okay, but I know, Brother Andrew, you got to go. Brother Travon, you know, hit me up whenever you can, and uh, I'll be around, you guys. I will be around. Okay. I love you. I love you. We should converse with you all. I love you as well, Ima. Travon, love you. You already know. I love your nation. I love you. Offering you to the most high. Brother Andrew, could you give us a prayer before you leave? Not a problem. Okay. Um, most I let it be so that as we depart from this call that we continuously remain in your protection and we do not depart from your love, mm-hmm. that we continue to grow with our brothers and sisters in mind, that everything that we do, we do it for your name's sake, for that the future generation can see and look forward and be glad and rejoice that they are able to see your dwelling, see your deeds from their forefathers' actions, from their loved ones' actions, and that they can have the confidence to do it their own selves and bring forth your glorification in your name. Salah. 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 Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right. Salam, Ima. Salam. Salam. Salam, Salam, brother.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.